Agenda, your weekly source for cannabis-related news and informed discussion. We podcast for an hour every Monday covering topics related to cannabis legalization, medical marijuana, and market-related information. You can follow online with us at CannabisAgenda.com. And now, your hosts, Jamie Cass and Mike Reed. Hello, Cannabis World. Welcome, welcome back. And if it's your first uh-huh. time, if it's your first time, I hope it's not your your worst time. Tell them what do we do, Jamie? What do we do here at the Cannabis Agenda? Cannabis Agenda. We just try to have an uh, informed discussion about pertinent, relevant, and important issues uh, involving cannabis. All things cannabis related. Yeah, all things. And definitely. We get the word out. We discuss. We promote different ideas or thoughts and we promote active discussion we say hey man let's talk about it honestly come on prohibitionists let's discuss things on an even keel yeah it's not uh, that we're holding and we don't hold our breath for that to happen we just keep pushing forward toward it (laughs) right (laughs) right i mean you know another i mean we we aggregate news and we uh give it to you in a fashion that you can listen to once a week um and get some of the most important stories uh, in this manner um, through, you know, through a radio source. And uh, we do. And hopefully enjoy it a bit. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And we, we try and grab interviews as much as possible. We're moving more, more towards an interview discussion based sort of thing. But uh, one of the big things that that we do um, is we try to keep you guys uh, involved in what's going on with the show. We really want it to become as interactive Mm -hmm. as, as possible we want to hear your voices uh you can call us at any time 707-654-CAN leave a voicemail um if there's any weird stipulations you don't want us to use your name etc etc let us know otherwise we'll use your name and state if your first name and state if uh, you leave a voicemail or if you send us an email um, which is info at cannabisagenda.com um tell us what you think if you if you like what's going on if you have any ideas for what we should do to change this up if you know of any people that would like to do regular interviewing if you have any connections with any organizations in your state your opinions on the stories we cover speaking of the stories we cover Mm -hmm. uh matt wanted me to let everyone know that um you can always go to our website which is uh, cannabisagenda.com and you can look at the show notes um for the shows uh they're not actually our notes they're the stories basically then you can click on any of the stories where we're gathering our news from link up to them and you can check out the stories and make sure we're given an accurate uh description or um you know just link back to it post those stories on your um on your uh facebook or whatever what and speaking of facebook something new going on facebook too with the website yeah we got a we got a little facebook like block on the right side of the page there and um if people go to the website they can they can like us right from our website we made it really easy to like us that's cool and and so you can like (laughs) us and you can like individual shows now too right that's right and if you if you do like a show we would really appreciate you liking it on our website too because then it like says something on your Facebook status, so right. I it, want like, you to want me. Hey, everybody! Bruce Weed is in the house. Hey, what's up, Bruce? Yeah, he's uh, Bruce. Bruce is here. He's in the house. Um, we'll be getting to Bruce uh, later on for sure. We'll also be getting to um, Pipe Dreams, um, a newly formed uh, group in support of medical marijuana in California. Um, I believe they're called the California Cannabis Association opposes Prop 19 
there have been some uh, raids in Hawaii going on that no one's talking about on a national level. There's not a lot of news for, but we have some firsthand accounts. Um, there's also a um, uh, bill that's being introduced by a state representative in uh, Oregon to legalize cannabis. Um, and uh, <laughs> my topics, we're, we're going to be looking for the next pot model chicks and thongs <laughs> with bongs and we'll be talking a lot about pot and porn today you're, you're liking the sexy women in weed there pot. Well, yeah, well i've had a lot of <laughs> i've had a lot of computer time lately downtime <laughs> at, at night when my son is, is asleep and um i've been re researching for the show Harry there? <laughs> <laughs> no dude uh, and but i've been like really hitting up all these different um um like porno sites marijuana networking sites and running marijuana into this whole sites. thing of where there's obviously all these models that are trying to get into this industry and start oh so basically we need we to have one of those photo shoots where we come in and tell them that we're gonna take some pictures of them but they don't they don't got the job yet you don't got the job bow chicka bow wow hey and could you imagine that though up here i bet you you could have a good good project up here dude with people <laughs> chicks that would love to do that stack of hundreds magnum condoms <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah that's a we'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll be talking about the 10 major health benefits of medical marijuana and we're also going to get into whether or not marijuana relieves chronic pain hey jamie um what do you have anything for the agenda today other than um, yeah, condoms. there's a couple things in there. Um, some more stuff about Prop 19. From the other direction, um, following up that opposing Prop 19 idea, um, uh, David Borden got some information from him. His his take on the whole situation. Um, uh, I have a th little thing I wanted to talk about briefly: cannabis and negative association. I don't want to get into explaining what that's about till we get to it, but uh, I think that un un unfortunately, cannabis gets associated with some really negative stuff a lot of times when really it has no causal connection whatsoever. So uh, we'll we'll get into that a little bit more um, deeper in the show. And other than that, yeah, I think we we got a full show for today. I'm excited about it. I'm excited about it. How about you? Yeah, I put a lot <laughs> yeah. of time into. It's a morning shows. show. I know we're doing a daytime yeah. show. The energy is totally different. Way different. It feels yeah. good. I yeah. like yeah. it. Sundays are a good time to do this show. Let us know what you think about that. If you like, uh, if you would appreciate us trying to get these out rolled out on Sundays as much as possible. Seems like a, a, a good hobby for me, and it fits into my schedule well, and it could be a normal thing. Yep. So before some football, you know. Football. Are yep. you ready for some football? Hey, I forgot to mention, check us out on Twitter. Let us, you know, follow us on Twitter and uh, definitely uh, follow us on Facebook. Um, and then iTunes. Um you can uh, subscribe to us on iTunes. You need to search for Cannabis Agenda on iTunes. Hmm. Um, also, yeah. if, leave uh, a review there. Yeah, too. there you go. Leave reviews. So far, we only have like I don't know so many reviews, and we we need the the ratings. It'd be good to know what you guys think from that sort of uh, that sort of angle. Um, Jay Selfhoff, Self Selt. Hoffner. Still spelled wrong. It's spelled right today. Oh, nice. Yeah, oh, I, nice. I changed it. Yeah, Selt Hoffner. <laughs> What's going on with Jay, Jamie? Jay, hey, Jay's running for the 41st district uh, of the Wisconsin State Assembly, and he's running on a cannabis agenda. We talked about him on many shows. We'll continue to keep up with Jay and keep our support up with Jay Selt Hoffner until um, probably even after the election uh, passes this November. Um, until then, he is uh, asking for some uh, some much-needed donations for media time to get his message out. 
um, we are asking our listeners to contribute. Uh, Jay is a, a very, very noble yet uh, humble person. He's asking only for $4.20. Um, if you can't even do that, that's okay. But if you can do a little more, that would be great. Um, just, you know, we'll leave that up to your discretion. But understand this, what you'll be uh, contributing to is the possibility of of a qualified individual, we've we've had Jay on the show. You can go through some other episodes if you haven't heard some of those. I'm sure you'll gather just from hearing him speak about what's going on. He's a pretty motivated and intelligent guy. Um, I believe, to my knowledge, if he was to win this, if he were to win this election, then that would be president setting, and that he would be the first person, at least that I know of. I don't know. Uh, I don't think anybody else on the show has heard of anybody that's that's ran on a cannabis agenda, and this is a full cannabis agenda. Uh, medicinal, recreational, and industrial. So um, it, it it really would be uh, kind of a tone-setting event for were he to win, were he to win. And from talking to him and just from getting to know him, I really think that he would probably be that, that Wisconsin would be fortunate to have him involved in there, to have somebody with his eyes open that's paying attention to the issues, all issues, you know, um, not just can cannabis, obviously. And uh, so yeah, keep your eyes open. Go to jcellhopner.com. Um, dash uh, slash CA or uh, there's also you can follow a link on our site cannabisagenda.com and uh, is there what what is that link Cogs you on our site um, it'll is that easy to find yeah it's just right at the I, I'm, I've been posting it right at the top of every uh, all the show notes for every episode perfect so you can just get right in there and uh, I donated yesterday donated uh 12 dollars and 60 cents um which is four dollars and 20 cents from each one of us well thank you for that yes cool. I well, almost, thank you very much for that I almost did like, 42 dollars i don't know there, i could there could be if you know this gets close we'll see how that goes it gets huh? close we might donate some more yeah i would right you know cool. want to help out and can't afford it so um speaking of close we got like five weeks to the election I know. Isn't that something? Yeah. Real Man. close, dude. Real close. That's and, uh, yeah. We, uh, that's, we that's, talked to him last week, and he said to us, you know, that shit, time is just zipping by right now. I know. <laughs> I know. And he probably doesn't, he probably doesn't sleep much this time. I mean, I bet it's insane. He was he was uh, actually yeah. saying that on the show last week. Hey, he had a, he tweeted about a book that I wanted to mention. This is my pipe dream story. Um, it's not oh, much yeah? of a story. Yeah, he, he tweeted about this book called Witchgrass, a pipe dream by Dave Wilkinson, and uh, him and his mm -hmm. wife apparently loved it. Um, so I ordered it. It's on the way. It's a novel, and uh, which oh. deals with uh, pot-related issues, I guess, of um, activists, maybe. Um, but I'm gonna I, I'm gonna get it and read it, and we'll do a little review on it. Um, but uh, yeah, I pulled that he, I pulled that off of uh, his Twitter, and I appreciate it. So thanks, Jay. Um, <laughs> speaking of cannabis values, I wanted to bring this up real quick. Uh, Matt and I were talking about this last night. Is it so? Is there anyone really truly working on identifying districts and states with vulnerable, you know, opposite, like where, the, where this, that are vulnerable to opposition, especially mm. where there's like favorable pot politics, kind of like what is happening, what's happened in Jay's case up in that area of Wisconsin. He's found a, <laughs> I would imagine if anybody is uh marijuana policy project would likely be someone that would um, find tremendous value in keeping their finger on that pulse. Right, and um, that's what Matt was saying last night, and I was just like, well, I mean, there's got to be others, right? There's got to be other rural areas throughout the country that oh, sure. with vulnerable positions to pot politics, especially at the state legislature level. And then those states can, 
then in, oh, every you know every just keep reintroducing medical legislation, hemp legislation. I mean, at least it gets at least it gets introduced, you know, constantly. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that that's huge. That that then in the media they're constantly covering stories that are saying you know we're considering medical marijuana, we're considering medical marijuana. There's a bill out for medical marijuana, and they're like every year, even though it, even mm-hmm. when they don't pass. It still just keeps getting brought up and brought up because there's a you know a pot politician in, in some slot that can keep introducing legislation. So, um, right, I think that's a huge huge asset. And sometimes I wonder if the MPP, God, I don't know. This is just a this is just off the cuff. This is just like what I feel. Mm-hmm. I really don't have that much info. But sometimes it just seems like they're they're stuck in Nevada. You ever feel like that? Like they're just trying. They're yeah, working well, so hard on Nevada. No, that's a that's a huge frustration for them. I know, and, uh, I know, it's huge. It's like you know they, the war they lost under some pretty shady kind of crappy, I don't know, pre uh, conditions on on a couple of those times. And I think I don't know. Well, they they they've said to us openly, we're committed to this, and we're not going to stop doing uh, pushing toward this until we're successful. They need to group up with safer and work that angle of propaganda through there which is truth the truth marijuana is safer than alcohol look at all the fucking problems alcohol causes society marijuana does not cause any of those problems and uh what do you think bruce well i think if they've got the bunny ranch in nevada why don't they have the weed ranch I, I agree, right? I mean, they got gambling the bud, and the bud ranch hookers and because I mean, you know, we're, this is the show about sex and cannabis, so you know why not combine the two and go to Vegas? Is, is it, right, we could go do a show from Vegas at the Weed Ranch. Well, I wasn't really implying oh. that, but that'd be hella cool. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I, I guarantee you, if they open a weed ranch in Nevada, I will be doing a show from there. So, oh, yeah, yep. <laughs> definitely. That's pretty much a given. Mm-hmm. Cool. So. What do you guys think? Right. Got a question for this week, or we're gonna start inserting a lot of questions throughout the show, looking for feedback on them. Um, mm-hmm. uh, first of all, what do you guys think about Jay, about Jay Selt- Selthoffner and his campaign in Wisconsin, um, his cannabis agenda, um, and uh, what do you think about MPP and um, Nevada? Do you think uh, you think they're ever gonna get it done in Nevada? What do you think it's gonna take, you know, to get I don't know if it matters what they think. I think that uh, they should just think w- what we tell them right. to think. It, that would that would <laughs> sort of like a dictatorship. It'd just be easier if we told them what to think. It it might be. It's, so that... there's no comments. You're gonna think what we tell you to think. Okay, we'll just keep <laughs> Bruce Weed is 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 constantly mind fucking you. Just, just know that. <laughs> it's a good thing to keep in mind. Just yep. keep it in mind that uh, he's full of shenanigans and tomfoolery and. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And medicine. <laughs> right. Good so medicine. We got some emails this week from uh from listeners, a few of them. Yes, we do. Yeah. We do. What did uh you you said you had this thing about Sean asked two podcasts ago about um we mentioned a URL. Was mm. that DRC net? Is that what we I were think yeah, about? I think it was DRC net yeah. and stop the drug war. And Jamie? stop the drug it war, was. right. Yeah. It was, yeah. I believe that would be me. Uh I I believe they would be referring to our recurring mention of the drug war chronicle. It's put out by the good folks at stopthedrugwar.org. And uh, the website, um, well, actually, the, the um, newsletter that he's, that he's referring to would be the Drug War Chronicle, which is fantastic, by the way. And I've mentioned it thousands of times probably on the show, but that's, that's for good reason. Um, it's free, and you can go right over there, um, stopthedrugwar.org. And it's got a, there's a slot right up there that you can, you, it's re- easy to see that says uh, Chronicle. You can sign right up. 
cool thanks yep. cool and then oh, speaking, uh, thanks john speaking of uh links i, I think uh, we're gonna have a links page from our website right? oh we're gonna work on that yeah we're gonna start linking up almost anything that can be linked anything we click on during a show will be you'll be able to click on on the links so you'll be able to find the the link right now uh to stop the drug war.org sure our, all those will be page. on there it, it's gonna be a little chaotic at first i'm sure um there'll just be a bunch of links but uh we'll, we'll try to to clean it up and organize as much as possible mm-hmm. um as we go because it'll start becoming pretty if it's not categorized it'll become a mess but uh we're going to start that that off here soon hey it's organic it is organic (laughs) um staley is uh he sent us an email letting us know that uh up in washington the raids seem to be down he sent us a farmer's marijuana farmer's market clip oh yeah we got that you got that yeah let me roll that Uh, and then he also sent us the normal conference audio links which we'll post on the site so you can click to those and listen to any of the uh, audio links from the conference if you want to so this is kind of cool it's about a a medical marijuana farmer's market yeah going on i haven't even gotten to listen to this yet in tacoma yeah (laughs) organizers behind a so-called cannabis farmer's market in tacoma today say it was a huge success advocates say today's event in an abandoned building was the first of its kind in our state vendors and medical marijuana patients were in one place organizers posted details of the market on facebook and say the response has been amazing the amount of interest we've had in this event is just uh seems really really intense you know and and in my mind it could be something that really blows up jeremy miller says there are plans to hold more (laughs) so-called cannabis farmers markets in the future including here in seattle it's heady. Hey, I don't like how they in some abandoned building. <laughs> yeah, they had Are to throw that in. Come on. <laughs> the power was barely Come on. The they always like these hippies, these stoners, these druggies in their weird little down in their weird abandoned they building. They found the dirtiest, dingiest <laughs> building that they could and they put their marijuana it's, in. That's like so <laughs> like that's so they're um, totally trying loaded, to see yeah. some it's sort of loaded. message into their like Why these they, like, just pots? get a nice <laughs> white crystal palace and have a farmer's market in it? A pot, pot, pot farmer's market, dude. That, that sounds pretty cool isn't that like what the expos are like in california now though too i mean you go to these kind of so i expos think and they have like huge medical and they say rooms they said stuff. look we're gonna have tons of different varieties of great fresh nice juicy cannabis buds come and buy some and it was a success yeah is that like surprising to people <laughs> yeah, no doubt i mean try try doing that anywhere and getting the word out and not having hundreds of people showing up with money ready to go I'll take that. I'll take that. I'll take a little of this. I'll take a little of this hash oil. I'll take Ooh, these drinks. For Silver Age. I need an indica and a sativa. Oh, man. And I bet that four-dose brownie would probably really work well for me. Hey, um, speaking of good weed, um, I'm going to be talking. I'm taking a smoke break later on this uh, show and talking about some of the, the, yeah? the er, some of the nuggets we've ran across lately. Um, oh, some good strains, huh? Some decent stuff, yeah. Hey, Puna Bud, right. Bud emailed again. Um, yeah, was, not, with some not so great news. No, this wasn't cool. He hadn't yeah. gotten to us in a while. He's been busy um, over in Hawaii. I'm not going to mention the subdivision. I don't think you want us to. If you're listening and you do want us to mention this so people know, let us know. But uh, um, he says that it's unfortunate that uh, the national news isn't covering it. But um, DEA and local law enforcement in Hawaii have been busting down on people. He said a couple weeks ago, roughly 59 homes uh, of medical cannabis Please. patients were under siege right after daylight. Um, as he was sending us this email, he said they're flying over his house as it was uh, just then. So, um, so yeah, so uh, he's upset because. 
Hawaii just had uh, an initiative last year that made cannabis uh, the lowest priority crime. And they're still uh, out there flying around and busting up on uh, medical growers that's and something. stuff, dude. Yeah, so and that's that's a lot of bust for for a short amount of time. Um, yeah, fifty nine homes. You said that's right, fifty nine, roughly. He said roughly, oh, yeah. roughly. Yeah, and we haven't found any stories. He also gave us a little update on Roger Christie in the THC ministry. He said uh, his trial uh, has been postponed, and that he waived his right for a speedy trial. We'll try to find some stories here soon that do verify that but that's what uh we're getting you know firsthand information from the island man and uh you know um it's interesting i remember reading uh punabud's uh email and he said which is uh, it, it struck him as kind of odd that christy would would want to i mean what happened to his uh right to a speedy trial well is he in jail or is he out on bond um i, I don't i think they retained him I know that one uh, couple shows back we reported that uh, others were allowed to get out on bail, but there was I think maybe three or something like that that were retained. They they said no, you're not, you're not getting out. That's bullshit. That's total total bullshit for a nonviolent crime. I mean, why he didn't kill anyone? He didn't rape anyone? He's not you know tap. He's not. It's- poisoning the water or anything it's ridiculous dude. yeah show me the, show me the victims right totally so far he's the victim and um that's right what uh what puna pointed out is that it was kind of sloppy though that that they weren't they're just doing it and they you know he said the doorman was a dea plant i don't know if we could ever verify mm. something like that but i'm sure they got in there somehow but puna bod we appreciate the uh emails bra aloha mahalo um yeah thanks for uh thanks for keeping us informed we'd love to hear more about what's going on there hopefully it gets better it's getting near the end of the season though so uh, i'm sure the ghetto birds are going to keep flying over your place what's mahalo mean thank you that's a great word you like that Mm -hmm. yeah it's a cool word so is hawaii hawaii's a cool place um mahalo yeah please keep sending the emails we love them questions comments discussion ideas for the show love us hate us yeah let us know what's going on in your neck of the woods yeah if you want to if you if you want to date with bruce weed um you know send us an email i can hook it up he's taking applications he's totally taking applications i don't discriminate guys yeah, or it, girls you know what? although Another thing. boys will be turned down <laughs> Another thing i wanted to add to that um, Jeez, <laughs> the, our international listeners like as well that. please if we have an international listener please if you would be so kind send us an email and let us know briefly what's going on in your area of the, of the world and how 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 is cannabis being perceived, and how are people being treated that choose to uh, use cannabis or uh, infuse it into their lives? Yeah, um, we'd like to know. We'd love to know. I'd love to know what's going down in Prague. Email it or, info at cannabisagenda.com. Internationals, anyone, come on, tell us what's up, or or call us seven zero seven six five four can c a n n. Yo, what's going on in the world, dude? Cheech and Chong are at it again. They just started their tour. Uh, Friday night. Did you did, have you heard about this tour? Get it Get legal, legal tour. It's a comedy tour. It's a comedy tour they're huh. doing. The dates aren't all clumped together, so you should definitely log on to their site www.cheechandchongtour.com. Check out their tour dates. See if any, if they're coming to a place near you. If I remember correctly, they're all over California. <laughs> Kansas, Colorado, Illinois, uh, New York, I think. Um, and I, I can't remember if they're doing something. Nevada. Like Florida, Nevada. Uh, Kansas. Yeah, Kansas. I'm talking about mm. Kansas. Uh, also, I've been checking out this new uh, online community, Empire Media. Um, they do expos as well. Um, they've got three coming up. Um, they have LA is the soonest. It's December 11th through the 12th of this year. 
uh, Seattle in March on the 4th through the 6th, and Denver, August 5th through 7th, 2011. Check them out. Go to their website, empiremedia.net. Log on. Create a profile. Tell us what you think. I'm on there. You can find me, Pot Green. Uh, be my be my buddy, and let's start a empire community and see if we can uh, if we can benefit from uh, just networking exclusively in some sort of like almost Facebook sort of fashion with the the pot world marijuana folk. Yeah, yeah. See if that uh, if that works out for us in any way. The guy that looks like it's in head of it is, is Todd McCormick, and I believe he he's written one of the the Bibles, right? Todd McCormick. I'll have to. Oh, dude, we're gonna have to get some grow tips for you soon. I totally meant to get that hooked up for this show, but uh, well, uh, no we'll tips. we always like your tips. They're pretty good. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll uh, we'll 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 have more in the future. We'll have more in the future. I'll see here, dude. Yeah, Cali. What's going on in Cali? We got all sorts of stuff happening in Cali. Always. It's only been what three days since four days since we did our show, and we got a huge lineup. Huge lineup for Cali. I swear it's <laughs> happening, man. There's like. 40 million people living in this state, dude. There's a lot going on. It's like its own country. It could be. What's happening in Oakland? Yeah. We got a clip here? Yeah, we do. Uh, this is an Oakland city council person um, uh, discussing the potential profits uh, from legalized marijuana. While the fight over medical marijuana continues, one city is making a pretty penny off the marijuana industry. Oakland, California was the first city in the United States to impose a business tax on medical marijuana. And our next guest wants the revenue to keep on coming in. Our High Noon series continues with Rebecca Kaplan, councilwoman for the city of Oakland. Councilwoman, thank you for being on Fox Business and joining this series. I do want to ask you about this business tax. Explain to me exactly how this works. Yes, and thank you for having me. The city of Oakland held an election this July in response to a very significant budget crisis. And in that election, we put four measures on the ballot, all of which were budgetary measures. And all four passed, but the one that got the highest vote got 80% of the vote, and that was the measure to impose a gross receipts tax, a business tax on cannabis dispensaries of $18 per $1,000 of gross receipts. And that's a large jump, isn't that correct? It wasn't like a buck something before, now it's 18. So that's an extremely large jump in revenue for the city, correct? It is, it's okay. a very large jump. It's a 15-fold increase. And we're grateful that the cannabis dispensaries themselves also supported the measure, as well as, of course, funding the basic public services, our firefighters, our parks, our libraries, that the public needs. We've been talking to a lot of officials, uh, pro and con, on this issue all week long. And one of the uh, issues has been that you do have in California legal medical marijuana dispensaries, but you've also got a large number in parts of the state that are operating that are not legal. How do you determine when you issue, is it a license or a permit or your tax collection efforts, who's legal and who's not? That's right. The city of Oakland actually has a permitting procedure where somebody who wants to open a dispensary has to go through a very onerous application and permitting process, background checks, safety inspections. There's zoning codes about where they can be located. There's rules about what hours they can be open. And there's a limit on the total number of dispensaries that Oakland will give permits to. And so Oakland has not had the problems that other cities have had where there's no regulation and they just open all over the place. 
the dispensaries in Oakland, you know, some of them are members of the Chamber of Commerce. Uh, they've been very good neighbors because we do actually have a very strict uh, regulatory system over them. And then that's the process where they get the permit and pay the taxes. Well, Councilwoman, when you talk about legalities, I mean, obviously that's the DEA, the Drug Enforcement Agency. And, and you know, the, the, in particular, their funding increases and their employee increases uh, have been exponential over the last 30 years. And I believe we can visu visually show this to our viewers about look at where the DEA yes, has please. come and gone over the last uh, 30 years here. So, I mean, if you look at the DEA and the money being funded, are you, is it your argument or your opinion that if we legalize nationally medical marijuana, that the DEA, this, that they would take less taxpayer money? Is that what you're thinking here? Well, absolutely. This really is an issue of fiscal responsibility. We have got budget crises all throughout the country. We have cities laying off police. We have crimes not being solved because there aren't enough personnel available. We have schools closing. We have firefighters being laid off. And if we look at this chart of the DEA budget, it has gone up and up and up while everything else that is vital to basic quality of life has gone down. And so when we look at where we're putting our public dollars, our taxpayer dollars, we need to put them into things that actually show benefit. We need police to be free to solve real crime. We need money to be able to be used to provide the services that people really need. And when it seems like there's never money available, for the things that people really want, and here we can see uh, where that money's been going. You know, Councilwoman, you, it seems to me that you have such a refreshingly candid and honest voice in this debate. <laughs> You're telling us clearly your decision-making, what the, your council, other fellow council members are thinking on this. But the issue is, sometimes in this debate, some people have said, the higher you tax something, the less you'll, you, you'll basically pound it out of existence. So the question is, are you seeing any complaints uh, from the people that you're taxing that, hey, we may not even have to do this operation. In other words, the debate is tax something out of existence. Is that something that's on your mind? What? Uh, actually, that's not been a concern at all. Uh, the people who run the cannabis dispensaries would much rather pay taxes and be in a legal permitted system than not pay taxes and live daily with the fear of being busted. And so there's actually been no complaint from them about being taxed and we're at this moment where I think we all recognize that cannabis prohibition has been a failure and so the question is what are we going to replace that failure with and what seems to be succeeding quite well is having a system of regulation permits and taxation and uh, actually no there there hasn't really been an issue about taxing it out of existence and it's good for the city to have that money to provide the services that provide quality of life for the community. And Rebecca, the state of California and certainly the Bay Area is leading the charge in all of this. Rebecca Kaplan, uh, Councilwoman from Oakland, California, thank you for talking with us during our special series this week. Thank you very much. Have a great day. Tax something out of existence. What the Whoa. hell is she talking about? <laughs> They're not taxing marijuana out of existence. No. Um, so is this just a new reverse psychology to try and uh, continue the drug war? Or um, am I uh, just being hopeful here that maybe you, you understand what I'm talking about? Uh, no, none of us have any idea what you're talking about at all, lady. Um, <laughs> yeah. uh, I mean, I understand that you can tax something to where it's... Uh, highly inefficient to run a business within it you know um right um it, 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 it i mean at the beginning like how does this work it's like well um 
well, actually, we imposed, oh, no, wait a minute, actually, the voters chose to impose a tax upon themselves, and they sell stuff, and we collect taxes and reallocate the money. What do you think, Bruce Weed? What do you think about taxes? <laughs> Don't get me started on that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we, that could be heated heated discussion um it's tightly regulated in oakland for sure too tightly regulated uh they're right it's nice that they regulated it from the beginning so that it's not completely out of control but to some degree Mm -hmm. you need to allow business to exist and they still treat uh pot like it's some crazy fucking thing they're like four dispensaries in oakland a city of like five hundred thousand people connected to a million how many people. starbucks do they have how many liquor stores do they have it's, it's hypocrisy dude how many drug stores do they have tobacco stores how many head shops i mean dude it's 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 such hypocrisy that they regulate it to that degree and this is the other day we were talking about this with uh chris peza and he really likes harborside harborside is down there harborside is a nice dispensary but you wait in like an air you like it's like waiting to go through security on a busy day at the airport um and um <laughs> Just haven't, just not letting any like sort of free market exist is crazy, especially with weed. It's harmless. People should, it, it should be able to be an accepted regular business. And right, lettuce, dude. We're, we're fighting until it's like lettuce, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Well, that's where I'm at. Well, is lettuce, lettuce uh, legal or is lettuce decriminalized? It's, oh, yeah. It's a non issue. It, it's <laughs> exactly. Well, that's what I'm saying. Cause like, you know, weed right now is for the most part, I mean, kind of decriminalized in California. It's being sold, but it's not technically legal yet, which is what we're voting on, which is the tax and regulate yeah. thing. So, you know, is lettuce regulated and taxed, you know, yes. or is it sure decriminalized? It is. It's regulated yeah. and taxed. And quality tax, controlled. Sales tax on the medical marijuana right now being sold. In some places. And quality controlled with the rare exception when they get E. coli on it. You don't, have, you don't have income taxes being paid by people in the industry, by the majority of people in the industry. The system's not set up so that they can collect any taxes currently. I mean, it's hard to even have a bank account. It's all cash. Okay, so here's my question. Is there any products that are being sold right now that are just decriminalized and not no. legal? No, there are not. That makes mm-hmm. marijuana cool, huh? That mm. makes it cool. Hey, and since it's cool, let's not fuck it up. We should keep it like it is. Bongs because and thongs it's cool. makes marijuana cool. Bongs and thongs definitely makes <laughs> definitely makes marijuana cool. But yeah, I mean, right? That is one of the interesting things, aspects of our industry is it's where we work. But we've gone from where it was completely, completely illegal to where it's right. becoming more decriminalized in certain states, especially California. Um, mm-hmm. So we, it was even cooler when we were complete fucking outlaws. Shouldn't we have just stayed like that? <laughs> <laughs> yes. They keep the excitement in it, right? Yeah. You know, a little Wild West on that ass. Gunslingers. Gunslingers. Best yeah. damn gunslinger fast I ever did. So. Yeah. So I was talking to a friend the other night, a, a grower. He yeah, opposes. I have a couple <laughs> sometimes. Tem- they're temporary. <laughs> Typically, they're like, whoa, that was enough. That was enough pot <laughs> for one. Fancies. That was enough pot for, for this month. <laughs> um, he was uh, a grower who opposes... Uh, Prop 19, and he he um, he opposes it mostly because he doesn't want corporations to take over. He wants it to keep being cool, man. Where like you know, it's all just cool people, and, and he's basically talking about Richard Lee. So I'm not getting into any more coolness of being in the industry before it becomes legal because it annoys me. But um, 
basically he was talking about Richard Lee, like Richard Lee is some sort of crook. And I've heard so many people in the industry just bashing him lately. Yeah. Like they I'm have. I'm not really sure why. Though. I don't get it either. I don't. Where's the dirt? Why? Because he's the one that funds it because he's successful and he's. Yeah. He's, uh, he's stepping out at the a, forefront, I a guess. Philanthropist and he's bound to make a shitload of money off of it. Jealousy issues. Right, dude. Like, hey, I mean, like, so he's the somewhat like miniature Bill Gates of the marijuana thing uh-huh. right now currently in California is of full on out in the open pot entrepreneur and he's wanting to legalize weed um and to them that's like he's some sort of crook because you know i mean there was no way that we were ever going to legalize marijuana without some sort of people like this philanthropists to some degree but his philanthropy yes will make him money definitely will Mm -hmm. but what's the crime where's the dirt what is it actually other than him being motivated and having a vision that's wrong about what he, I mean, you can debate on the merits, but when you start talking about him, like he's some sort of total robber baron, I don't see it at this point. I just, right. I don't see it, but email us, call us, let us know. Yeah. Um, we're going to be bringing on, uh, uh, we're going to, we're trying to get some people on the show who completely oppose prop 19. Uh, absolutely it's hard to we find actually those folks. bruce weed bruce weed prob- are you going to be able to really step in the ballot box and vote no you know i mean that's a good question because like i've been on the fence for a long time and you know it's like am i really gonna vote no on a legalization issue but to me it's kind of like you know legalization is like a sandwich that everyone's been so hungry for but they stuck a big pile of shit in the middle of it, and it's like, am Where? I so hungry that I'm going to take a what bite? What pile of shit? Where well, is the pile of shit? It's regulated, you know, the, the, just the ultimately the way what's going to break down. I mean, there could be like a THC regulate, you know, there could be like, you know, marijuana is now 12% or less, and medical is above it or something. And uh, I mean, there, no one really obviously knows where it's going to go. And I'm going to take a lot of flack for Well, we're going to fight that, for those but, uh, things, though, too, because we have yeah, to become no an industry to say, well, wait a minute. THC is harmless. You guys give 100 percent THC pills to people. Sure. And, and I also kind of I also don't really buy the whole marijuana is going to save the economy thing. Like what I has the politicians done recently that makes them all of a sudden trust? We were, no, like, you're right. Again? Hey, you're right about that, dude. I, you know, the, it's not going to save the economy. That's a fucking ridiculous thing that even, they're using right. to get people to ease into the issue because times are tough in california i, I totally i totally see that what's, too what's california's budget deficit um, yeah i mean we're not the, yeah and it's it it estimated 1.6 billion dollars it's gonna take really a while play. to build a system to where even the tax money gets collected i mean they're not going to be able to collect tax money on this for years the way that they're thinking it's going to take a long i mean you can't even have sure. bank accounts yet to, to, with a pot business but so, you know if it goes legal then you know the market most likely would just get like super huge Maybe. Then everybody yeah. can smoke it. And people come into the state can smoke it. Old people can smoke it. My neighbor, <clears throat> who is involved in like uh, town politics and stuff, he doesn't have a two fifteen because he's afraid, but he smokes. And he said he's going to vote for it. And he's like in his sixties, and so you know, there's a lot of. Well, when you start talking there. about people, regular people that aren't like in the industry, dude, mm-hmm. they all want this to pass. That are into well, pot no, totally. i mean too. it's it's us up here at the you know in the in the emerald triangle mostly and in the dispensary st- scene throughout the state and the vending and the brokering and the and the whole scene that are like oh my god my reality it's so much different and it's like a matter of your own self-interest at some point and i guess when it comes down to it if you can walk in that in that into the ballot box and you know the into the ballot box and and 
and both. honestly say that no it should not be legal yeah right huh? you know like if you can if you could do i i i considered it jamie did i i guys i totally was not right when yeah. it came out even you took some heat that was our first uh first email from a listener ever Oh yeah, pissed someone off. Disgrace. He called me. Oh yeah, from Nevada. He called me. Uh, what did he say? It was a treason. Tre- tre- yeah, treason. Treason. <clears throat> and like, yeah. uh, are you still out there, man? I uh, I hope you're still listening. I hope that didn't. That he, he even got the first copy of Reefer Madness we ever uh-huh. gave away. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Let us know what kind of dirt you got on Richard Lee if you got it. Otherwise, I wish people would stop just pounding that guy. Hey, I got some polling in data. I know that polls are... <laughs> for, for your ass. For that ass, mofo. Hey, uh, I know that sometimes polls are a little bit of a pain in the ass, but because you never know what's really happening. I worked for a polling company at one point. Uh, if you wanted to get my opinion on prop two, um, I mean on prop nineteen. At this point, I'd, I've been saying this the whole time, dude. It's a, it's going to be a coin flip. It's going to be a coin flip. It's going to be close. If you support it, get out to the, get out to the box and vote, dude, because it's, uh, it's going to be. We need the turnout. Oh, and register. You need to do Deadline's that within coming like up. the next like two weeks mm-hmm. or something. And, and this is definitely like a big, you know, states' rights versus Fed rights. You know, it's a big flex of muscles of the states' rights again, where you know the Feds coming in and tramping on people's rights and california's gonna be like we're gonna make it legal uh so what are you gonna do now everyone can legally have it who are you gonna arrest yeah it's gonna be Mm an interesting it's gonna be very interesting what they do but um we were talking about this last week um what they did in arizona when they passed those the immigration laws or the you know show your id fool laws you know down in uh um right in arizona is the government sued them and stop them from doing that why can't they do that with medical marijuana and legal marijuana and why don't they do that you know what's really crazy million dollar question right it's like you know like will the church even admit like say like the catholicism church will they even admit that marijuana is good for you because you know they're recently coming out and saying that they'd baptize an alien if it was around so i mean does that mean that they have no problem with Wait, the, smoking weed. Are you, the Catholic Church said that they would baptize an alien? Yeah, the the top astronomer for the Catholic Church just said that. Crazy. Yes. <laughs> a lot of people are flipping you out. You heard it here like, first, like, folks. Bruce Weed lives in the boonies. Lives in the boonies. And he spends a lot of time reading funny shit like that. I spend like a lot that. of time by myself in the boonies. <laughs> in the trees. In the oh, trees. Man. Here's the polling data. Forty. Uh, we got a few polls in here recently. Um, let's see. It's currently, in, uh, according to public policies, polling... Uh, numbers from September 14th through 16th, which is an automated phone call of 630 um, likely voters in California. Automated ones are good for drug questions. It uh, enjoys a 47 to 38 margin, which leaves a lot. Of, that leaves a, a chunk undecided on it. Uh, in early July, it show another poll of um, 1,005 lo- uh, likely voters shows it failing 48 to 44. And in um, on 420, it showed it prevailing 56 to 42 on a survey of 500 Californians. So there's just a little polling update for you. You never know with these things, but it's going back and forth. Sometimes it enjoys a, a pretty big lead, and then sometimes it has a small deficit. It's never had a big deficit, though. It is always the deficits for the f- for it, for it 
failing for it passing. I mean, for the no side, have always been much bigger than any deficit that the yes has shown in all the polls I've looked at. So at this point, I think it's trending a yes, but it's I, it's going to be it's going to be close. Well, you know, if so. it passes, then we can start a campaign to change the state flower to Kush. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I like that. You need to start making T-shirts. <laughs> yeah, California state flower. Yeah. Kush. That's Kush. a good one. That dude. is. Yeah, that would uh, sell. That's a great shirt. That's a great shirt, dude. I like that <laughs> idea. We shouldn't have done that on air. In fact, <laughs> cut that. Um, back it up and uh, <laughs> um, let's keep that one to ourselves, boys. Um, whoa, I just lost my story here. I'm kind of having. Uh, this is a big show today. We got all sorts of shit. Jeez, um, we got some uh, governor governor I got, news. I got some governor news. Last week we reported that um, the SEIU, which is a huge union in California, um, is the biggest supporting Prop 19. Um, and uh, Governor Schwarzenegger, the one who we've uh, we've definitely given praise for his views on pot and his openness to pot and his willingness to stay out of the way of medical marijuana, put his foot in his mouth, which just I could for, for what he's saying here, I could stick my and foot it's a up his ass. Baddie big foot, baddie big foot, <laughs> and it's back. Um, and this is the little excerpt from this uh, letter he wrote the L.A. Times. Um, I'm just going to read a paragraph out of it because it's the most pertinent to uh, it's about it's about the he's talking about what uh, other ways of, of raising um, money for the for the government without Prop 19. Mm-hmm. He's trying to basically have alternatives and it's boring politician talk. We don't even want to get into that. We could have bake sales. <laughs> yes, we could. <laughs> Cookies, not bombs. Hey, and, and uh, here, here's his uh, here's his little excerpt. He says, I was surprised to read that let the that leaders of the state's biggest union, the SEIU, had decided to endorse Prop 19, which would allow Californians to legally grow and possess marijuana. Any patrol officer, judge, or district attorney will tell you that Prop 19 is a flawed initiative that would bring about a host of legal nightmares and risks to public safety. It would also make California a laughing stock. Everybody would have a buzz. So because uh, we find things funny. Yeah, Arnold. Yeah. Y- you think Arnold had to say something like that? Yeah, he's a re- yeah. he's a we Republican. Know. So um, EJ, I think there was an omittance. It says any patrol officer, judge, or district attorney is paid to tell you that proposition. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> and see, and there is there are some district attorneys. I think Oakland's district attorney just supported the yes campaign, and there was another one. And there's a lot of leap officers, a lot of um, <clears throat> retired chiefs and uh, people that were high up in there that support Prop 19. But you're right, dude. All the they tote the line, and when they're still involved with the the whole, come on, those are the people that benefit from the drug war. Patrol hmm. officers get to arrest you keep you in jail judges get to th- have more casework because of all these the backup of all this mar- these marijuana cases and then district attorneys come on it keeps them busy as can be where are the prisons they forgot to mention prisons in there they, any prison mm-hmm. guard would tell you that these people are i can't believe these stoners are in jail why are they in jail what's going on jeez so they're probably relieved you know right 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 yeah right. they're probably relieved it's better than better than having to deal with uh you know, a, a real criminal. Totally. Look who's funding uh, Prop 19, the Yes campaign. This is an interesting story. Um, Richard Lee obviously has sunk uh, $1.4 million into Prop 19. 
Um, but also the chief, another chief financial backer is Philip D. Harvey. He's made a fortune in the porn industry, yeah. <laughs> selling erotic paraphernalia and, uh, is he from L.A.? He must be. Um, I don't know where he's Erotic from. He actually went to, like, Harvard. Smoking paraphernalia? Um, he's a Harvard grad. Huh. He founded Adam and Eve in 1972, which is totally a, a porn company. What's his name again? Uh, his name is Philip D. Harvey. And um, he uh, he makes uh, toys for, for boys and girls. He's the king of porn. He's the king of porn. Um, he made a charitable contribution of $100,000 to Yes on Prop 19. And then there are four other donations listed that they're categorizing with him. Brings his total up to $116,000. Uh, the No on Prop campaign has only raised about 80, 88000 so far total. Um, but, uh, yep, there, there you go. He's a kind of a porn philanthropist. He gets involved in... <laughs> Cool shit. And you, does his thing. You were saying last week uh, about the speaking of yes on nineteen funding about Noah nineteen funding uh, the the beer companies were getting all involved. They were last week. Um, we reported that the California Beer and Beverage Distributors, which is like a group that represents the interests of distributors throughout the state, like a hundred different distri- distribution companies throughout the state. Uh-huh. They uh, donated $10,000 to a group called Public Safety or Public Safety First or something like that, which is basically the group that's funding the No campaign. They're very, the ones that are doing the bus drivers all stone driving kids around. It's a very stuff. innocuous title of their group. Yeah. So they donated $10,000 to a group that basically point tries to say that pot's not safe. It's so hypocritical of the booze industry. And I've got some news for you. My beer boy boycott is officially over for one company and i had one last night mm. sierra nevada opposes the fact that that um the uh, cbbd made this uh contribution quote the cbbd nice. does not represent sierra nevada's political interests in any way and does not represent the brewery stance on this issue you know i've drinking with the brewer of sierra nevada and he's really cool he's a cool dude well they're coming out here and they're saying uh, uh, he said, uh, this, the, I don't know who, this is a statement made on their website. They said a beer industry group, um, surprised us by linking our name in with their opposition. We had no idea it was happening and we disagree with their position. The CBBD is an industry group that represents the interests of beer distributors and members, Sierra Nevada Brewing Company, and many, many other independent craft brewers or associated members or are associate members of the CBBD. Although we met, although we are members of this organization, we have neither consulted nor informed of their decision to take a stand against California Prop 19. Sierra Nevada's role as an associate member grants no access or influence on the polit- uh, influence on the political agendas of the CBBD, and we had no knowledge of the organization's intentions to fight this ballot proposition. Wow. We've requested that CBBD to remove our name from their list of its members and also to disassociate the brewery from this and in any other future political actions. We regret any implied association with the, this action by the CBBD and maintain our independence and in, in neutrality regarding matters of politics that's not wishy-washy at all they're pretty straightforward hey we kind of don't agree <laughs> yeah. with their their we're stance. not with these people we don't, we know don't agree <laughs> with their stance and we um don't get involved in politics typically as a company as mm-hmm. individuals we do but as a company we don't choose to play they, politics they could just shorten that whole thing and just call it the 
What you talking about, Willis Claus? Right. Well, <laughs> they could just shorten it to the, hey, our interests are keep the hippies happy. <laughs> Ice cold yeah. Sierra Nevadas. One for three, two for five. Dude, Sierra Nevada. Right. Come on. It's all over the place. <laughs> CBBD, that sounds kind of evil. Well, actually, it sounds kind of like a drug, doesn't it? Like one of those designer It sounds drugs. like an STD. Ice cold <laughs> nuggets. Oh. It sounds kind of like a cannabis. I've got CBBD. <laughs> yeah, they... They suck. <laughs> they suck. What 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 crazy sort of hypocrisy Truth. is that, dude? Um, that's just out of control hypocrisy, in my opinion. Yeah. To give, uh, to give, um, you know. Well, I, I heard that they had even more money that they were trying to, to donate, but they got all drunk and lost some of it on the way down. Uh, right that happens <laughs> hey, you know there's uh, a lot of debate over finan- the financial impact absolutely follow the oh. money the impact of legalized pot they're totally talking uh, this is a um, cannabis news story um, cannabisnews.org um, talking about what the most controversial piece of the legislation is and what everybody's squabbling about and it's issues that we've been talking about a little today already it's talking about how much revenue is it actually going to create for the state you know, and, and like it's really mm. silly for the beer distributors to want to, you know, marijuana to be illegal because you know when you got cotton mouth, you need something to wash that away. And, you know, How about an ice cold Sierra Nevada? Sierra Nevada IPA, something, some good craft beer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Again, Bruce Bruce Weed is uh, taking applications for any of any ladies out there that that are interested in, in his, uh, his alcoholism and his uh, his the time he spends alone in the woods, <laughs> <laughs> reading about Martians and shit. Oh no, that that's that's an ongoing thing. An ongoing. You can read about that anywhere. <laughs> um, yeah, I kind of overlooked that story, man. I didn't know that Catholics are down to to baptize Martians. Man. Man, sorry that we're just scoop that Look, condoms are bad baptizing martians good <laughs> right <laughs> exactly uh what they're debating in california over prop 19 is in regards to how much money it's actually going to raise for the government um the yes side says it's going to raise a whole bunch their estimates have been based off of some numbers that were um derived from tom amiano's bill that was in play earlier this year and passed one uh one count uh one what what did it like a what did it what kind of um a committee it passed a a public safety committee or something um and then was killed at the end of the legislative season but uh in that bill they um estimated that we would take 50 dollar excise taxes per ounce uh that's what the government would take and they they derived um 1.4 billion annually in revenue from that the prop i just want to be clear prop prop 19 does not have any um taxes in prop 19 itself it says that it will right. be taxed and regulated further by government after being passed tom amiano has just put a new bill into play that looks at beginning the process of regulating marijuana and taxing marijuana afterward after uh, after prop 19 passes if it does pass um so the no side says that uh uh, that it's definitely not going to make anywhere near as much money as, as the yes side is saying. Here's what the spokesman for the no side uh, said. His name's Roger Salazar. The revenue is not going to be anywhere near what the proponents claim. There's nothing in the initiative that lays out what the taxes should be on marijuana. If Prop 19 passes, it wouldn't be worth the headache. Um, so like I said, 
Tom Amiano introduced a new bill on Tuesday that would cre- mm-hmm. it's called the uh, Marijuana Control and Regulation Act of 2010. It would take effect after the passage of Prop 19. Um, the objectives of the act include raising funds and trying to discourage substance abuse by the imposition of a substantial fee on the legal sale of marijuana, um, the proceeds of which will support drug education and awareness program. Hey, dude, I wanted to ask you what you think about that. Do you think that's a good idea to tax marijuana and then def- definitively allocate the money to, to drug education programs? Or do you, do you like that? I don't think it should be in law where a certain amount goes there. I think we need to assess what's going on. Totally. So we think we need to, we need to kind of gauge by what's actually happening. I don't like, I might this, be surprised. I don't like this part of, of his new control act. I, I don't think that, I mean, it's feel good legislation. Totally. It's stupid though, because it then makes government even more inefficient when perhaps they could use those funds in another way. Well, that's again, why I was like, you know, originally just kind of voicing some oppositions to prop eight, that there's some little funny like things that have to get reorganized. It's just going to put everything up in the air and for, you know, several months until new framework gets put in place. It's going to be more like than several months. They're going to fight over that for a while and then they're going to screw us over and we're going to protest and it's going to just continue. I, I don't know. I think for a bit, I think for a bit, it's going to take some time. You may have legislators in the state that won't even vote on anything in regards to it or will vote nay on anything and not pass it. I mean, they may squabble over the, the bill itself because that's, it's going to be their job to, to regulate it like all other industries, which is, uh, intense. Um, but yeah, you should, yeah, uh, I think it's, what's up. I think it's a good thing though, um, that Amiano did this on two fronts. First of all, uh, for example, uh, Roger Salazar, you just read his comment. I mean, I've heard that in, in other, uh, areas from different people, it's kind of become one of their talking points. It says there's nothing in the initiative that lays out what the taxes should be if the if the proposition 19 passes and and that's a that's a good point as far as getting people nervous or scared about it because they're trying to paint this in the same picture as kind of 215 when there wasn't really regulated there wasn't any stipulations or it wasn't you know structured in any way that would make it functional well, it was just chaos well, you know? I know, but I mean, what they what they want what the what people think that you can do then is you can put this voter proposition out there for people to decide on that basically makes right. all the laws themselves, and that shit is stupid, man. Because I mean, you can't. Yeah. What we're deciding is: is it time to legalize pot or not? Yes or no. Period. Yes. Period. That's all we're really deciding, and then we're saying, okay, it's going to be legal. Cool. Now we're going to let the government regulate it like they do every other fucking business in the United States. Have at it. Right. That's all we're doing. Yeah. Yes or no? Time to get over this hump but, or not? But I haven't really, I haven't read the entire uh, text of the Marijuana Control and Regulation Act yet. But I, I, I believe that that might also serve a purpose of um, kind of eliminating the ability for them to tax it out of existence, so to speak, like that lady well, earlier well, was talking about. Some counties could tax it out of existence if they so choose to. Well, and we don't know. I mean, the thing that's... Yeah, they can just decide not to. The, tax, just the taxes pass. have to be... Ex- they sh- can't set anything in permanent stone with the taxes regarding it because if the whole industry changes and then it's... I mean, it's you and can't you just... They'll get sued and protested and oh, legislatures yeah. will come in. You'll vote those people out. And like yep. I said, it'll be chaos for a few... Lawyers are going to really and... enjoy this legislation. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, definitely. So it's going to be... I mean, it's going to 
be an interesting time, and they're going to have to fight every. I mean, they're going everything's going to have to be figured out. We're going to have to stand up and fight for our rights. Still, I've said it time and time again. Just because we vote yes on Prop 19 and in November does not mean that everything is done. I mean, we're a long way from getting this thing to be a regular legalized commodity in, lettuce. in the country. Yeah, I mean, we're a long way from that, and we're and and we long way from lettuce. We have to protect the interests of of good working people and good entrepreneurs that, that are involved in the business and make sure it's fair to everyone. It's good for the consumer and it's good for the people working in the industry. You know, I mean, that's definitely right. an important goal to have. Keep all those groups in mind. But uh, hey, a new group has formed recently. I linked up to it from this story we were just on. Um, mm. They are called the California Cannabis Association. And that sounds good. It does sound good. They're uh, basically yeah. for marijuana. They fight for uh, marijuana, uh, medical marijuana patients' rights, ability and right to have access. Uh, we have a clip from them. They oppose Prop 19. They're going to tell you why. Check it out. The California Cannabis Association says although Proposition 19 is supposed to decriminalize pot, it will actually make it harder for medical marijuana users to get access to their prescriptions. The association says that's because the measure still allows cities to ban the sale of marijuana. Proposition 19 is a direct assault on medical marijuana patients. George Mull is the group's president. Prop 19 is deeply flawed and creates a chaotic, local, you-figure-it-out approach to marijuana regulation and control. That won't work. But Proposition 19 supporters say making pot more accessible for recreational users will mean it's easier for everyone to get marijuana. Jeff Jones is a supporter of Proposition 19 and director of the Patient ID Center. It's going to be lowering the price of the medicine that they use, making available in a safer way than it currently is, and I think more available than it is already. Jones says dispensaries that are allowed now will be protected under Proposition 19 as well. At the state capitol, I'm Ida Lyaskovsky. That's an interesting, uh, interesting clip. It is a new group. They're so new they don't even have a website. I couldn't find them online yet. So they're the new voice uh, trying to say it's going to be it's going to mess with 215. Uh, Amiano's bill does kind of deal with that, too. Um, and we're going to get more information on exactly what Amiano's new bill does say. But uh, it, it, apparently he claims it deals with that and keeps uh, medical marijuana a totally separate thing and says that any regulations based on recreational marijuana will be different than the regulations and rules for, for medical marijuana. And uh, it's going gonna, it's gonna to somehow protect that. So I didn't, I, really, I didn't really connect his logic how he, he says it's a direct assault on medical marijuana patients. Well, hmm. um, I think that. But I didn't see any evidence for that There's, in what he said. No, what he's saying is, is that their thing was, is they're trying to say, well, it's flawed because they're going to allow local local areas to regulate it themselves. But it doesn't do away with the medical system that's already in place. No, it doesn't at all. And right. local areas in some places already have issues. I mean, it's already it's like that with two fifteen. Uh, it's been a, a place by place basis, mm -hmm. um, and uh, some areas are tough as hell on it all the time. Still, I mean, like Fresno, that one guy keeps getting thrown in jail time and time again. Fresno, you know, and 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 place. I mean, and now L.A. They're cutting it down to like forty dispensaries in the whole damn county of L.A. and like. You know, I mean, so so it's definitely um, it's definitely already got some of that to it. But what they're disagreeing with is the fact that it's going to be regulated by local governments. But here's the deal. Here's the way that my reading of it lays it out. First, the state is going to make a guidelines. And in those guidelines, there is going to be a certain amount of 
leniency they give you. And I think they're going to have to give you the right to not allow it to be produced or sold in your county, meaning you can't mm-hmm. grow it and you can't sell it in this county or it, in this city, but you'll still be except, able to possess it is the one thing. Except, except what? The, the, that that uh, Prop 19 text explicitly guards against um, any kind of uh, keep uh, expressly excludes the reach of Prop 19 from the CUA and MPP. There's a section 2B, 7 and 8 that specifically state that the purpose of this initiative is to give municipalities total and complete control over the commercial sales. Commercial sales. Like in Kentucky, in Kentucky, there's dry counties and then there's moist counties and shit. Like if you sell 70% booze, then you can sell beer in this restaurant. But there's no booze sales. There's no beer sales in this county. And then there's one, you know, and like. So they're going to give the counties the opportunity to decide how they want it to be commercialized, but they cannot stop anyone over, from possessing an ounce. Right. 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 It, it, well, it says in there, over the commercial sales of marijuana, except <clears throat> as permitted under health and safety sections 11362.5 and 11362.7 through 9. And technically, those medical use is not commercial. There's no com- – right. you're not buying – uh, marijuana. You're no, making it's a collective. Yeah, yeah, it's a collective. You're you're exchanging. You're trading fair value. Or... Need to talk to a lawyer to understand all that hippie <laughs> nonsense, dude. I don't know how they got this thing in here in California. Well, so really, what that what that's doing is that's saying Section Two B is 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 laying out in the actual text, which would become law if passed, that that it it ex- expressly protects the existing me- medical marijuana um, laws. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's health and safety section eleven three sixty two five and oh, seven through nine. Right, mm-hmm. and 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 really, the way that it's going to work is the state legislators are going to give them what they can and can't do, and they're going to say, "Look, you can you cannot allow people to commercially produce this." That's why I'm predicting marijuana is going to be classified as like twelve percent or so less. Is, is marijuana of THC. And well, we're going to fight medical. that, dude, because we're going to be like, that's, cr- oh, you mean like that? Yeah. Maybe. Because maybe. Like you got your big box stores and no. they're going to be re- heavily regulated. That's ridiculous. You can buy pure grain alcohol. Fuck that, dude. No way. I'm fighting to the death <laughs> over that. That's just there a prediction. No I'm, yeah. I'm not saying I'm for that. I'm just saying that that is, seems to be a prediction. Pot likes his, his hash oil too much. No way, dude. <laughs> like, uh-huh. Don't take my he's hash like, oil away. He's like, I want my 50% product here. You know, like 50% THC. Kaboom. <laughs> Come on. Medicate. Chase. Yeah, right? The healthy way to smoke. that You know that dome. That, and, you know, on a side note there, you know, I was down at Berkeley the other day, and they have some CO2-based hash extracts that are amazing. You know what I just Whoa. heard? I heard that that's bullshit. No, no, no. no CO2 I hear goes that fucking super critical. So, but what I hear is, is there's no, at this point, there's no way to know what they're really using. And they just tell you that it's something different, but it's mm. really butane. Yeah. Fair enough. I, I, I'll, I'll buy on that level, but I, it is... It is physically possible to do a, uh, a CO2. And you know, I, I know you can write I, the chemical reaction on no, a chalkboard I, I did, for me. I, I can't, but I have seen some good YouTube bits <laughs> on like uh, extracting done, lemonine uh, with uh, dry ice. Yeah, I've done some research into the into the whole supercritical thing. It's legit. You can you can do it, CO2 extracts. And, and it basically works like this. CO2, dry ice, goes from a solid state into a gas state, and it 
completely misses the liquid state. In order to get it into a liquid state, it has to be under pressure. And when it's under pressure, it's it's going super critical, so it's boiling. So anything that's in there, it's automatically boiling through and extracting it. And once you just relieve the pressure, it changes back into gas or solid again, and then you have, you're left with your extract. And that's, in theory, what um, a lot of like essential oils and stuff like that do. And there's a, I understand there's a piece of laboratory equipment that does this. Grand. And like the Berkeley people, when I was asking, I was like, what the fuck is this? Like, how is it even made? And they're like, it's a $13,000 piece of equipment. And then when you start doing the research, you can easily on Amazon find that $13,000 piece of equipment. Yeah. I think it's a fat extractor is what they have it labeled as. Yeah, I know, some, <laughs> I know someone up here that makes them, or claims. I haven't ever, that's a thing I've never seen that you found found them online though so that you've you've now seen them yeah and the youtube the youtube uh, vid on how to do it in like a little test tube like a centrifuge it's like a 15 milliliter centrifuge test tube it's plastic and they put a little bit of dry ice in there crushed up and they put their whatever product which was like lemon peels or something like that in it and then they drop they close the cap and drop the whole thing in water and the surrounding water never really touches the interior but it warms up the temperature of, of the um, dry ice till it turns into mm. a liquid starts boiling and then eventually uh see it will explode in most containers um but this particular yeah. one so uh don't try this at home yeah this isn't something that you want to do i don't do this either i this is youtube um, so like <laughs> the, the, the one on YouTube. youtube the cap then uh distorts a little bit and allows the extra pressure out and then it like the reaction stops and that's and that's what they show on the youtube clip but they also well, show you can see other ones where people have containers that do explode it's, not, it's pretty dangerous but if you smoked it yes uh, no. Okay. Well, we need to mm-hmm. we need to add that to my smokables list here soon. Cause Definitely. Right. And I want to see it made. Damn it, so that I can verify this is CO two that's going through this process, and then test it, taste it afterward once it's done, and be like, okay, sure. I, now I have the CO two hash oil that everyone's been talking about. It's not for hash so oil. It's like nice. dry powdery. Dry powdery? Yeah, and mm-hmm. well, they said that they had two different ones, but the bulk of the ones they've been getting that they've been claimed were CO2 extracts at Berkeley are, like, powdery. They're, like, really dry, fine powdery. Mm-hmm. They're kind of light. They're weird-looking, a little different than the I like hashes. my boogers, dude. I like the boogers, <laughs> the little hash boogers. They're, they're, they're key, key, key stuff. Hey, um, you've got um, mm-hmm. Prop 19 info on, uh, on where the money's going, uh, what do you say? It will not hurt medical marijuana patients. You got a story on that, right? Yeah, this was uh, published in the Huffington Post. I'm sure it's probably other places too. By David Borden, he's the executive director of StopTheDrugWar.org. DRCNet, you know, they're the ones we just talked about recently. Uh, our email, uh, somebody, our one of our listeners emailed us about what was that that drug chronicle is is that they put out that free uh, email newsletter. Yeah, well this is the guy. This is the top dog at the uh stopthedrugwar.org. So he might have a little bit of knowledge about what he's talking about, I would assume. Um anyway, this is a great article. It's got a ton of links and stuff that you can use. You can get that on our website. But the important part I wanted to point out, we just we just finished the story about the folks that are opposing Prop 19 or urging folks to oppose it. Now, uh in within this story from uh David Bo- or he points out that attorney J. David Nick explained in a widely disseminated legal analysis exhorting people to get on board and support the initiative. Uh, Section 2B of the Prop 19 text explicitly guards against that. And this is what it says in the text. This will become law if passed. It says Section 2B 
presents the controlling and relevant purposes for understanding what Proposition 19 can and cannot do. This section expressly excludes the reach of Proposition 19 from the CUA and MMP. Sections 2B, 7, and 8 specifically state that the purpose of this initiative is to give municipalities total and complete control over the commercial sales of marijuana, except as permitted under health and safety sections 11362.5 and 11362.7 through 9. So that goes out to, to, I mean, explicitly protect medical marijuana patients from any kind of changes that would be incurred due to uh, Prop 19. And it goes on to say, even without this protection, that it would be virtually impossible for the courts to interpret Prop 19 as allowing cities or countries or counties rather to gut the state medical marijuana law because of the rules of statutory construction. It says, although intrinsic materials such as legislative committee memos or voter pamphlet arguments may not be resorted to when the legislative's language is clear, courts may never ignore the purpose of the legislation. Every interpretation a court gives a statute must be consistent with the purpose of the legislation. This is why statutes have long preambles, which explicitly state the purpose of the proposed leg- or the, the, the legislation. So, so this is uh, actually exactly the opposite of what that group is saying. I mean, it's pr- they're explicitly protected. So there's no, there's no danger for medical pot users in California because of Prop 19 anyway. It's just that the people that use it um, now, like because there are people that use chronic pain as a loophole, and that doesn't mean they don't have any type of chronic pain. But now they won't have to go through the headache of – explaining whether they're using it medicinally or recreationally. I mean, like me, I go back and forth. I do have chronic pain. I use marijuana for pain. I use it for anxiety, stress relief, but I also use it recreationally, and and I'll have no need to be a, a, a 215 patient anymore. I won't need those any sort of special rights, I don't think, for me personally. So to that degree, couldn't it? I mean, it will change it a bit, right? Like, it, it it'll I mean it'll change that a little you know I mean yeah I mean it, it, that would probably be a, a positive for California because it get less people for them to have to manage in their medical mar- marijuana programs is, is Medicaid yeah. going to go out of business no. I don't know about that no they're going <laughs> to go to the new states and yeah. and do the <laughs> new medical mar- no they <laughs> they got they got forty eight other states to go before they're 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 out of business so we'll. Uh, hmm. Oh, and later, business is good. Later, later in the show, we're going to get into this too. Well, we're going to get into a story regarding recommendations right now. Um, uh-huh. And uh, in this story, someone uses the word prescription improperly. Uh, so here's uh-huh. one of the first times it happened in, the sh- in, in, in today's show, and I believe it's going to happen again. Here's Actually, no. With the California Cannabis Association, the girl said people will have problems filling their prescriptions. She Oops. said that at the state capitol. And, um, Wait, the, the woman from the association? Yes. Oh. She said that from the capitol. Oops. She's a member. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm telling you, people do this wrong all the time. And, and it's yeah. not good dialogue. People think of prescriptions very – They have everyone has an idea yeah. of what you think a prescription is. Marijuana yeah. doesn't work that. We're going to get into this later. You get a recommendation from a doctor that you can use cannabis medicinally, which I think personally right. is not even necessary. Cannabis should be – you should be able to self-medicate however you want with cannabis – but um, but we still have these systems where you have to get recommendations, and, and in, uh, uh, re- we'll get to a, a, a clip later today at the end of the show with uh, Barack Obama talking about prescriptions. Um, but now we're going to talk about recommendations for a minute here in California and Redding. Currently, the police 
and the district attorney believe that the way that the recommendation system is is wrong. Uh, currently, there's a couple companies up there that go by. Um, you go in and you see a physician's assistant, and you never even see the doctor. And uh, but the doctor signs your recommendation. And um, apparently, this is completely protected by law. It's normal medical practice. It can be done. But the cops and the district attorney in Reading are gonna. Or it looks like they're staging to try and make some issue of it. Um, they may basically arrest a few people and say you have invalid recommendations. Blah blah blah, and see if they can try this. Do you remember when this was the fear back in the day here? Oh yeah. When uh-huh. everyone was paranoid. Well, where did you get your recommendation? Well, they're shady. Did they do this? Did they do that? Blah 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 blah. blah. Well, the cops are going ah. When the paranoia was still like thick, dude, like, and everyone was like, I don't know that that doctor's got a good recommendation. You're like, what do you mean, man? It's right here. It says I can, I can have medical marijuana. I don't know. <laughs> oh no, the cops might arrest you because they don't think that's a good recommendation. It's not like that anymore. No one's cared of that anymore. And uh, as far as I know, there haven't been any cases in California where they've actually gone back and been able to say in a court of law, this is an invalid recommendation because the law in California basically opens it up it's to pretty where clear, pretty clear. Um, but in Redding, California, they may go back in and start this little thing again and try and get into the, well, that's an invalid, an invalid recommendation, but more on recommendations to come later mm-hmm. in the show. It looks like we've got some national stories here, some news from the feds. Yeah. We missed this one last week. You guys hear Lips. illegal, illegal drug use is up. Oh was, really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, is that a big shocker? Economy goes down, drug, alcohol, insurance, and commodities and land all go up. It's true. And uh, we we got a clip, uh, and our friend Mike Mino oh. uh, makes an appearance at the end of it. Uh, more Americans are using uh, illegal drugs right now or abusing prescriptions, and marijuana is said to be at the heart of the increase. Our Homeland Security correspondent Gene Reserve is looking at all the numbers for us. What are you seeing, Gene? Well, drug use is up, but the question is, is that because current policies don't work or because talk of changing those policies has made drug use look less harmful? is higher than it has been in a decade. According to a new government survey, usage among Americans 12 and over rose from 8% in 2008 to 8.7% in 2009, with an upswing in the use of ecstasy, methamphetamines, and particularly marijuana. Among teenagers, marijuana use jumped from 6.7% in 2008 to 7.3% in 2009. Oh, no, Though it is still crazy. less than it was in 2002. Young heavy marijuana users are much more likely to report getting D's and F's than A's and B's. It are more stupid, likely stupid. to be in trouble with the law for crimes like theft. The, the survey oh, shows a change in teens' attitudes towards... Oh. Did you hear that? I know. I already knew that. that, though. I didn't need to Using hear that. marijuana. Marijuana has a very low risk compared to other things, I'd say. Um, like? Like, well, alcohol, for example. The nation's well, drug czar says fewer teens see marijuana Still as it. dangerous because of media coverage of current policy debates. I absolutely cannot rule out that this constant discussion of so-called medical marijuana, so-called medical marijuana, marijuana legalization, and the downplaying of marijuana harms that is prevalent in the media. With California voting in November on a ballot measure legalizing marijuana, that debate has picked up tempo. 
Earlier this week, former heads of the Drug Enforcement Administration urged the Obama administration to take a strong stand against the measure. But supporters of legalized marijuana say the new survey numbers illustrate the failure of current government policy criminalizing marijuana. We need a legal regulated marijuana market. And that will lead to less teen use of marijuana? It has for alcohol, it has for tobacco. In fact, the survey shows the rate of teen alcohol and tobacco use stayed essentially the same during the past year. Other trends, the abuse of prescription drugs is up, but the use of cocaine has declined 30% since 2006. Wolf, back to you. All right, thanks. For Wolf Blitzer, mm, Wolf the best Blitzer. fucking name in news. Love it. <laughs> I wish that, wish that was my name. And now, Wolf Blitzer. <laughs> it's, it's classic. I am a robot. I am a robot. I am a robot. No, you'd be Wolf Blitzed. Wolf, Wolf Blitzer. That's, that's, we need to find a Wolf Blitzer for the show. Uh, or Wolf Blister. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, yeah. Drug use is up. Marijuana is the cause. Oh my God! It's so substantial, from six point six percent to seven point three Marijuana has heart. <laughs> yeah, it does. But it's true. It'll totally its use will go down. I mean, it won't. It'll be harder for people to get once it's in the legal market where you have to show ID. I mean, I remember alcohol was a pain in the ass. To I hear get that. Yeah, in hear high that. school, uh-huh. it was a pain in the ass, and cigarettes weren't easy either. They got easier as you got closer to eighteen, and as you met. 19 year olds that worked in gas stations you know like uh, it wasn't easy for me to get marijuana but sure was a hell of a lot easier than alcohol it would take what three four rides and a couple hours to get a bag back in the day it's so central illinois they made us waste so much of our life like driving around tracing (laughs) chasing down the drugs that we want like talk about and then you have no place to smoke so you spend the rest of the time driving around consuming the drugs that you spend all the time driving around to find right so tell me pot smokers aren't motivated Exactly. Exactly. Right. And we're good for the economy. Spending gas money, driving around, looking for it, and consuming it. So one from that clip, the, the that was Gil. Is it Gil Kurlikowski? Was that his name? That yes. crony. And I so, am a robot. So so I have sex with robots. <laughs> so so called medical marijuana. And what was the other thing that he dropped? At the beginning, he was trying to drop some bombs. Dude, he was dropping some. I'm bombs. an old man. I'm an old grumpy man. I tow a line. I'll never change my know. ways. When you hit my couch, dust comes out of it. And if I, we admit they, now that marijuana is good for people, then we have to admit that we've lied about other things too. Right. I like that. That's very. That's a. That's yes. refreshing. No, that's, that's exactly it. That's refreshing, dude. That's a refreshing point. There. That's that's why they don't want people to smoke marijuana. I think is because they'll figure out they've been lied to. They've been figuring like, out that's... that like the Catholic Church has been <laughs> baptizing aliens for years now. We're just now figuring out about it. We need we need a haya sound effect for Bruce Weed. Haya haya. You want to fight? Awesome. Yeah. Uh, yeah wow. So uh, I guess also on the national scene, this one is this. I don't know if this is new or not, but I guess the Republicans put out a, a, a thing on their website asking for um, suggestions what should be their their priorities, and they got an interesting response. First, Republicans this year tried to get their ideas from the internets. <laughs> they oh, the built internet. a website called americaspeakingout.com where they solicited what they described as America's ideas for a Republican agenda. Make Flipping through that site today, the single idea that seems to have the most thumbs-up votes <laughs> is decriminalizing marijuana, legalizing pot. 
So if the Republican legislative agenda for 2011 is really going to be based on what Republicans learned on AmericaSpeakingOut.com, we can all look forward to would-be Speaker John Boehner on the cover of High Times really soon. Man. If Republicans don't adopt legalizing pot as their legislative agenda, who thinks they will? Uh, everybody gets to ask why they bothered soliciting Americans' advice online anyway if they were just going to ignore that advice. That's a good point. <laughs> yeah, Rachel Maddow. I like her. Yeah, she's yep. funny. She's I like her. Would she be a good uh, bong and thong girl? That'd be interesting. Mm. I don't know. We'd have to see the goods after the. I mean, because you know, I mean, you just never know. Wouldn't dude. just be it's a good be idea natural. for like you know listeners to send in their best bong and thong pick. Sure. I mean, we can always delete what? the dudes. We need to probably make a um, we, before we get into any of that kind of crap. We probably have to talk to it. <laughs> to an attorney. I have no idea, dude. Hey, women want to send you pictures in a bong That's and true. a thong. It's not illegal. D- Bruce Weed. America. Just, we do what we want. Bruce, America. Bruce, Bruce Weed's taking applications. We just got to remind everyone that, man, we're puffing tough in here today. Dude. <laughs> Jeez. We're doing all sorts of magic tricks. <laughs> man. man. Keeps going. We're self-medicating. Yeah, Jamie. It's a party up here today. I hear. I don't know if you can tell. But. Nice, well, in case nice everyone's morning. interested, we started with um, some AK, and now we've gone through the Purple Nepal, and I'm rolling up a Mr. Nice soon. Yo, Pot, what's up East on the East Coast? Side? East Coast. East Side, what's up? Um, we uh, got we the Boston Freedom Rally happened last weekend, and we haven't gotten any emails from anyone telling us how it went or anything, but uh, I got a story. We, we, we reported last week there were just a few arrests. Here's another one. Um, 20 to 30 people were smoking pot on the way to the event on a MBTA train. Um, well, that's better than like that's not like a DUI type thing. Well, they're smoking it on the train though. They're like hot boxing a like train box. Matt, you know? do you remember the time that we went and took that bus to Chicago? I wasn't on that trip. I had something else going oh on. Oh my god, you weren't. Uh-uh. We puffed tough. We took a yellow school bus and we paid off the driver and we puffed tough like the whole <laughs> way there acting like it was like all like low key behind the seats but it was like smoke billowing out the back of this yellow school bus <laughs> to the rally. It was so wicked. Jamie, you were on that one, right? Um, yeah. <laughs> I don't remember seeing you smoking, though. You were the one that was like, no, guys, come on, guys, we don't want to do this. Wait, it, with kids and families and shit on <laughs> no, the bus? No, 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 it was like, you know, it was a pay, rented, rented bus. Rented bus, rented Coach, you paid chartered to go bus. Up there and, hmm. Is that that's when we went to the, the million marijuana yeah. march in ninety yeah. nine? Yes, yeah, yep, that was a long time ago. Yeah, and then our bus driver, that black guy, was awesome. Yeah, he was that the coolest was dude. Yeah, ever. we paid him off. Remember, we gave him like a couple hundred bucks or something. I think. Just he was just grinning. He's like, "Man, you guys, just what you do is okay, just don't don't make no trouble to wreck the bus." <laughs> if I remember right, I think that there might have been some like alcohol, like involved too on some of the people no jello shots that's what it was jello shots. shots nice god jello shots rumor has it yeah yeah yep rumor has it these... but i have a foggy mind so i mean i could be combining like several moments in once and getting them all wrong <laughs> potentially huh um these people probably did i mean that's a i don't know i'm not so into like i mean it maybe if it was just like they got on a train and they're the only ones in there but it, if there's 20 or 30 people smoking, if you guys you guys have been on a subway bus on a train hey, before, secondhand right? Secondhand smoke doesn't right. really do much. But I mean, like 30 people smoking in one of those 
train thing, you know, one whatever their cars or whatever. You know, if you don't have enough to share with everybody, then don't do it. If you don't like my fire, then don't come around because I'm gonna burn one down. Oh, that's probably illegal. We've or maybe well, yeah. you gotta find out. If you I... can drink on a train. Why can't you just huff tough on a train? <laughs> No, secondhand smoke, dude. I'm gonna be a little conscious of that. No, to I, some didn't. Degree. They have just recently say secondhand smoke. All of those studies were extremely flawed. Not that I appreciate oh. being around secondhand smoke myself. Right. Well, and, but secondhand weed smoke. I mean, <laughs> well, okay. These twenty to thirty people were smoking inside of a train car. Uh, someone called the police that was on the car yeah. in the car with them. Uh, when the police arrived, um, those people were still there. All their bags of weed paraphernalia were on the ground, except for three, two to, uh, except for three people who were arrested, uh, who were cited. I don't think they were arrested. They were cited. Good. That's and, just uh, careless. You know, I mean, you know, come on, you, you know what? I kind of think that that, that should went down that way. I think that went down the right way. Well, except for those guys doing that in the first place, I think they were out of line because the people that are in there that choose not to smoke, they don't have a they have the right to be able to be free of that within their, you know, in their environment. I agree they, with they, you. They, on a train, they're captives. They can't just t step out and go, okay, here you guys, you know, and be cool about it and go, you guys, you know, do your thing. No, no sweat. You know, I'll just take a, a walk outside real quick, you know, and then come back. You can't, well, you can try that once, I guess, on a Were train. Were they in the smoking car? There, there is no smoking car. Well, maybe anymore. that's the problem. Yeah, maybe, maybe so. Maybe I don't so. know, I just, dude. I think that people should be able to go on a public transportation system and not need to smoke. Maybe that's like, what edibles are for. Yeah, proper yeah. planning. They should have like baked at home and then carried their tincture with them. Yeah, do some tinctures or something. Yeah. <laughs> or just like at least realize that you know it is kind of like a drug war, and they're like freaking warriors on our side you know bringing around the herb and they should be a little more careful because johnny log dog enemies like right around the corner and that is a realistic possibility in places that it's illegal in right right on. right staying uh, in massachusetts dude uh more stoner news in massachusetts <laughs> um in uh brookline newton and wellesley the voters there are going to weigh in on a basically a non-bi non-binding ballot question um, which I guess means there's no law that will be passed because of this. It's just it's just right. strictly, um, you know, symbolic. It's like uh, it's like a public opinion. Basically, this thing, is the huh? idea behind it. They um, it's legislation that would allow the state to regulate the taxation, cultivation, and sale of marijuana to adults. Um, it's done by MassCan. Um, they had to gather 1,200 signatures to make this happen. Um, it is going to happen, and, and basically what they're trying to do is they're trying to get their senator, Cynthia Stone Cream, to support or perhaps um, uh, put, you know, put out legislation for this cause um, because she won't, and she's a Democrat that runs uncontested in those districts. So, hmm. um, and I guess What was her name again? Her name is um, Cynthia Stone Cream. Stone cream, huh? Stone cream, stone ice cream, ice cream, ice cream, yeah. ice cream for stony ice cream. Stone cold fox. Yeah, yeah you hear yeah. about that one, Bruce? The marijuana ice cream, cannabis ice cream. I have heard of it. It's been big in the news recently. There's this guy down in Santa Cruz selling it. We got a clip, New Mexico. Yep, we got a clip. Nice. Yes. Yeah, ice cream, dude. Ice cream. When we oh, have yeah, ice cream parlors, life is going to be great. A while ago <laughs> yeah wouldn't that be cool like you go in and sit down hey i want a scoop of that and i'll try some of that budge 
Police arrest an Albuquerque middle school Sorry. teacher saying they found 20 pounds of marijuana at her house. Police there say their investigation started after the teacher's own son was arrested for having pot on a middle school campus. Kayla Anderson is live at APD headquarters with the details. Kayla. Well, there were also reports that that student may have been selling marijuana on the middle school campus. Then a concerned citizen came forward, tipping off police that the student's mother was growing pot at her home. This is Kathy Hunter's yearbook picture. A smiling, seemingly normal and legitimate eighth grade teacher at Grant Middle School. And this is her mugshot. She's charged with possession of marijuana with the intent to distribute. They had looked uh, in the backyard from the sidewalk and they saw a large plant in the backyard which was consistent to being with marijuana. On Thursday, police seized 11 oh. marijuana plants that had been growing oh. in Hunter's backyard at this northeast Albuquerque home. They also like found the 27 city. drying marijuana stems hanging in her master bathroom and two individual jars of pot. Total weight of marijuana seized about 20 pounds. Her explanation was that she said that the plants, the 11 plants that she had in her house was, according to her, what she was growing the marijuana for health reasons. But police say they can't find any record that Hunter has a medical marijuana license. She was arrested today. Our employee has been uh, with us since 2005. She's been at four different locations. Once a teacher at Georgia O'Keeffe Elementary, Hunter then taught at Van Buren, Atrisco Heritage, and finally here at Grant Middle School, where she's been teaching special education since March of 2009. APD is still trying to determine if she was selling drugs. And Hunter, Hunter actually has two kids who attend schools within APS. She is now on unpaid administrative leave, and the district says a disciplinary process will begin Monday morning. Reporting live from APD headquarters, Kayla Anderson, Eyewitness News 4. APS has sent letters to parents at Grant Middle School and made phone calls to Hunter's hey, students. Some teachers at Grant met today to discuss this. Ah, cut it. Hey, um, hmm, I don't know. What do you think? <laughs> She was growing all this pot in her backyard in the city. A teenager, too? With a teenager? Selling pot at the middle school? I don't think. I think that she was being careless about letting her kid have access to it, probably. Yeah. Do you remember the cool mom story? Uh Uh-uh. The cool mom from back in the day that she was, like, drinking with her kids and stuff and got caught. I think she even had sex with one of her kid's friends or something and got thrown in jail. It was she was called the cool Whoa. mom in the news. No, I don't remember the nah, cool mom. Sounds like mom. an urban legend to me. Nah, no, real legit, legit, huh? Legit. Saw it on CNN. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sweet wife of mine, Mark Emery's got some new. He just did a new blog. Uh, he's getting some shit up in prison. They're enforcing oh, no. okay. what? Come They're on, enforcing unwritten rules against him. He's been uh, so basically the rules in um, prison are anything. Anything that they mail you, like in paper form, like copies of anything, can be read or whatever. Yeah, uh-huh. and you can post it. Right. And pay, you know, they look through everything, uh-huh. but typically all of it gets to gets to you. And what's been happening is, is uh, his wife's been printing out a lot of DRC net stuff and. Um, his Facebook pages. She prints out all the pages on Facebook. So oh, so you can get there. Oh, that's cool. Letter form. That's cool. And they just stop that. And it's like some unwritten what the hell? rule. Come there, on. No messaging through third parties, blah, 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 yeah. blah. And when he got called into the office to talk about it, the dude was a total dick and made him, like you said, he made him really uncomfortable. And he would, he, at first he was like, you know, answering the, the guy, the guard's questions. And then he realized the guard didn't really want him to answer his questions. And he was bullying him around. He was getting bullied. 
And uh, he said, I listen to everything you do, all of your calls, all of your, read all of your letters, da-da-da-da-da. I even listen to your personal, dis- like, disgusting letters at the end, and rah-rah. And then <laughs> like, I go know, pleasure myself in the bathroom. Yeah, totally. Douchebag. Right. Douchebag. Definite douchebag. But, um, so that's what's going on in there, and so he's feeling a little bit of heat now coming down. Remember I was talking about that recently, we were like, no, everything's going good. They actually really respect him. Well, dude, it's starting mm. to change a little bit, but luckily... He is um, applying to be um, moved back to – he could be back in Canada within the next eight weeks So, um, huh. if everything goes well. Um, so, yeah. Well, um, is, well I, don't think, I don't think the guards or the, or the system has ever been respecting him at all. They've the ones that – that's what he got in trouble, trouble for the first time, put in solitary for the exact same thing, reposting material to a third party, and it's not allowed yeah, you know, because by, he was, by his law. Right, because he's having – doing the, video, the, the, the audio inmates. Blog. The inmates have been really good to him and yes, treating him cool and yes, supportive of him. Yes, he was talking That's about the important the, part. He was talking about in this letter. He's you know he cries all the time and he, he breaks down and cries and he's really he's really lucky that people don't screw with him for for breaking down and crying and stuff. And uh, he was crying at the at the end of this letter and everything. It's a really emotional um, situation, you know. I mean, he's basically oh, yeah. taken away from his like super cute wife for years that would suck dude (laughs) to be like totally in love and like then just be like forced out of it to go to jail god that's real you know that happens all the time but uh, we feel for mark and i just wanted to give that update and let everyone know that they're they're screwing with him in his you know last Mm. few months here in america in our prison system god that's fucked up um they're, they're giving him a tough time and uh, we should uh, keep him in our thoughts and uh, support his cause. Um, check out, uh, what's it, freemark, with, with a C, dot C-A. Uh, Oregon, what's going on in Oregon? Mentioned this earlier in Portland. Mm-hmm. Uh, the affiliate of uh, Normal in Oregon is, is, uh, is, has announced that uh, Representative um, Peter Buckley, a Democrat from Ashland, he's the co-chair mm-hmm. of the Ways and Means Committee, will introduce legislation to tax and regulate cannabis for adult consumption. That is what's oh. going on in Oregon. Um, and uh, there's there's a lot of – we'll get into the details of the bill once it actually is proposed. Um, there's a short bit on it here, but we're going to move on. Um, but that's what's going on in Oregon right now. Um, in uh, – um, let's see. Then we were in um, – well, it was time for it's actually time for a smoke break, but man, we've been puffing tough <laughs> all day. I even just added per- I didn't on this list. I didn't have Purple Nepal. I didn't have Mr. Nice cuz I hadn't smoked it l- lately. Um so we just added two more to this list. Um but uh yeah, um I I can't smoke. We're not smoking anymore. So we're going to move on from that. In um in in Montana, um uh someone got a grower just got busted for exceeding his plant limits um which is still happening out there um again yeah what and what this is this dude had 91 plants or something in a greenhouse um oh jeez law enforcement came for like a domestic dispute and then they found that and they went and got a warrant and they came back and arrested the guy and it's like how can you even get a warrant from just seeing marijuana nowadays even how do you even justify that what if it's legal i mean this this Hmm. is a protected medical marijuana caregiver however he exceeded his plant limits 
and um, was uh, actually in this story there have been no arrests yet. I'm sorry, I was wrong. There have have been no arrests yet, but uh, that uh, I suspect they're going to push some charges. But this is the issue I was going to bring up over this real quick: is some people do get arrested for that. The kid in Montana that committed suicide did, and um, they get arrested for exceeding plant limits. And uh, how do you arrest people for that? How do you charge people with a crime for that? Isn't that a regulatory issue in most businesses if you're making too much milk, more milk than you say, or more beer than you say you're going to make, or more drugs or whatever, more yeah, bombs get, or whatever? You get it's fined, like, right? Right. I mean, I don't think they throw you yeah. in prison. They just check you, and that's the point of it. And it's still treated like... You just step out of line, even just a little bit, boy. You're going to jail. Right. You're going to jail. You know, yeah. and that's that's bull. But uh, it's unusual because it's it's an activity that they're condoning you you can do, but you just can't do too much of it. Right. It right. Yeah. Not a lot of other examples. <clears throat> excuse me. I can think of that are like that. Right. Right. <laughs> it's uh, it's uh, it's still treated like the redheaded stepchild, basically, mm-hmm. you know, of, of the economy. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and then gets backhanded and thrown around. It's a bummer. Uh, moving on to the research bin. Got this. Uh, got got this story. It's got the ten major health benefits of uh, marijuana. Um, I'm just gonna go in uh, in order here. And if you have, if anyone out there has any evidence of some information to the contrary of any of this stuff, please send it in. We did not completely fact check this, um, but um, we've talked a lot about these things in general over the years. um, And then over the last year on this show, I'm I'm looking at all these and they all look pretty legit. Number one treats migraines. Yeah. Um, 25% of women get migraines sometime in their life. 8% of men get it. Um, and, uh, California, the report is that, uh, it's been able to treat more than 300,000 cases of migraines with, uh, medical marijuana Two slows tumor growth. American association for cancer research has found that marijuana actually works to slow down tumor growth in lung breasts and brain considerably three relieve symptoms of chronic diseases, kind of like Crohn's or irritable bowel symptom. It's good. It's good for people with stomach issues. Um, oh. and, uh, is, uh, in 1985, the FDA started using Marinol and basically 100%, uh, THC to treat nausea. And it is one, it is a schedule three, just so people know it's a schedule three narcotic and it is one of the safest drugs that they have on the federal guide or whatever, however they're, <laughs> you know, stuff. It's a very safe drug and, uh, they don't even really study how unsafe it is. It's so safe for prevents Alzheimer's. Um, in 2006, the Scripps Institute proved that THC uh, found in marijuana works to prevent Alzheimer's by clocking the deposits in the brain that caused the disease. Clocking, huh? Yeah, that's crazy. I don't <laughs> even understand that. <laughs> but the 5.3 million people have Alzheimer's in the United States. Five treats glaucoma. We all know this. It's the biggest one, one of the bigger ones. We know for sure that it really works works well with. Six, it pre- prevents uh, seizures and it uh, works as a relaxant, muscle relaxant, and a antispasmodic, which is cool because when I had my back injury, dude, that's all I had for a while was herb, and it was. Is it for back spasms? Because, uh, um, uh, the, the um, I, I needed it then. And uh, I didn't have any tincture. That would have been cool if if uh, I had some, but I, I didn't. I think that just having some herb and, and my hash oil around was was good enough. But uh, 
you know, as an anti-spasmatic, it definitely works. Uh, seven. There's no doubt about it. No, you no, use it for that too, or you used to use it for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The uh, Neurontin, one of the ones that they gave me, that's treated. Well, you know, on label, it's treated for one of them. You're going to mention a couple steps down from here, but also it's uh, it's an off-label use. How does that sound? They're so strict about the FDA guidelines and all this stuff, and it's an off-label use, I thought, what the hell does that mean? But yeah, it's anti-spasmodic for uh, for the pain shoots and stuff that I get. That's considered a really mild kind of form of a instant seizure in a, in a way. And so, yeah, it's a type of seizure. Yep, so I know that one's true. Gotcha, gotcha. That's good. What else you got? Got it. Um, helps those with ADD and ADHD. Um, a well That's seven, right? This is number seven. A uh, okay. well-documented 2009 USC study showed that marijuana is not only a perfect alternative for Ritalin, but it treats the disorder without any of the negative side effects of the pharmaceutical. Mm-hmm. I've seen that happen before on, many, on numerous occasions, actually. Well, I use it for ADD. <laughs> <laughs> Eight, it uh, may treat multiple sclerosis. Uh, marijuana yep. works to stop the neurological effects and muscle spasms that come from multiple sclerosis by protecting nerves from the damage caused by the fatal disease. Mm-hmm. Uh, nine, it helps relieve PMS. Anecdotal evidence. Hey, the Queen of England used it just for that. Really? I didn't know that. Yeah, did the release of her period pains. So if it's good enough for royalty, by golly. Right. Royal bud. Royal bud. <laughs> Uh, uh, anecdotal evidence suggests that cannabis may use, um, may, may reduce pain associated with PMS. Um, 10, it helps calm those with Tourette's and OCD. Just like, uh, marijuana can treat seizures for multiple sclerosis. Marijuana's effect slows down the tick in those suffering from Tourette's and the obsessive neurological symptoms in people with OCD. Um, just huge, right? Right. So Uh there it is, your list. Not too much uh, disputing any of that. Um, It it all seems uh, to make sense to me. Here's another research bin story. Um, Does cannabis relieve chronic pain? This comes from this, where actually this story broke down the, uh, the, the Canadian study that was just done, the one that was done, where is it, where was that one done, up in... uh, Montreal somewhere, I believe. I'm uh, not finding this. Oh, at McGill University is where it was. And uh, this study was unique and important um, because it studied the psychological effects of THC. um, And what it did is it used a true placebo. And um, I believe that the the placebo went from, so there was a dose with 0% plus um, 0% THC up to a 10% THC concentration. And they were these little pills and you smoked one hit like a couple of times a day over five day, two different five day periods. And you reported back the researchers managed to recruit uh, 23 neuropathic pain patients. Um, and they're talking and when they're talking about chronic pain in this, they're talking about neuropathic pain, not, um, non-neuropathic pain, which is more common and is caused by things like bumps, bruises, sprains, fractures, inflammation caused by arthritis, etc. Neuropathic pain is some sort of pain that deals with your spine or your neck or your brain and, um, and then causes, you know, pain, con- consistent pain. So um, they studied 23 people like this. Um, 
Like this, like I said, they were randomly assigned to four dosing regimens and took a single inhalation of the smokable capsules provided to them containing the active ingredient or the placebo three times a day for two separate five-day periods. Uh, what did the study show? Um, the highest potency of THC reduced the level of pain by a modest amount, while the weaker preparations had only marginal effects. In addition, the higher levels of THC improved the subject's ability to fall asleep and led them to report a more restful night. So more is better, huh? That's well. See, they're what they were barely taking any <laughs> cannabis. They're taking ten. They're taking three puffs, in, individual puffs a day, of one ten percent huh. puff. Huh. That's not that strong. Mm-hmm. So, and they did report a reduction in pain, mm-hmm. and the reports. S- s- you know, went down about that as the THC went down. So you're right. A little, if you medicate, if you do enough for you, it can probably significantly, I mean, they probably report even more if they just let these people sit around. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't feel anything. But they're worried about it and all sorts well, of... Well, this is more scientific to yeah, do it this way. Yeah, sure. The fact, that it tri- with, the fact that it trended like that uh-huh, is good for uh-huh. cannabis. So they'll probably do another study and test larger doses. And more dosages. puffs, potentially, yeah, right, too. Yeah. Two puffs this time. Well, that's know? what I mean, yeah. yeah. More. Yes, more. <laughs> Three puffs. Uh, so, you know, smoke I a wanna, gram joint. It'd be 45 Puff, puff. 45, yeah. 45 puffs. I'll be part Actually, of that study if they need to. <laughs> I only had 45 puffs a day of super silver. <laughs> I wrote I down the. Admit, I was feeling no pain. Wrote down every minute that I took a puff. Yeah. They said that... And I could spell chronic pain. I couldn't feel it, but I could still spell it. Hey, Bruce, you want to come back over here and join us in this we're last almost, discussion? Uh, we're almost done, dude. We're almost done. You got one more one more thing to hey, talk Bruce about? Is back. It looks like uh, we have one more thing. This, oh, dude, we're doing a nugget today. Yeah, we got a nugget. It's been a long time since we've done a nugget, a mm-hmm. crystal-y one. Um, been talking it's a about, presidential nugget. It is a presidential nugget. We've talked about this several times. Um, the difference between the word prescription and recommendation when it comes to medical marijuana. Um, if Obama in this clip, it's a two minute clip of Obama talking during the, um, prime when, or actually 2008, uh, campaign, uh, about his views on medical marijuana, he uses the word prescription. And if he's using it incorrectly in place of uh, recommendation, it would be the third instance in this episode where the word was used incorrectly. Some people in the past, we've kind of glo- glossed over I me mean, like, it's not that big of a deal. They're just, in re- they're just replacing a word with a word, but the, potential outcomes of, of the actually uh, um, like imposing prescription marijuana would be so different, such a different world. Right. Listen to this clip. Think about the words prescription and recommendation. Do you know the difference? Do regular people know the difference? Does every medical marijuana person know the difference between a prescription and a recommendation and how big of they a should. difference there is between them? Check out what Obama's talking about. Uh, now, uh, when it comes to medical marijuana, I, I, I have more of a practical view than anything else. I mean, my attitude is, is that if, uh, if it's an issue of doctors prescribing medical marijuana as a uh, treatment for glaucoma or as a cancer treatment, uh, I think that should be appropriate because there really is no difference between that and a doctor prescribing morphine or anything else. Um, I think there are legitimate concerns in not wanting to allow 
people to grow their own or start setting up mom and pop shops uh, because at that point it becomes fairly difficult to to regulate uh, and you know again I'm not familiar with all the details of the initiative that was passed and what safeguards there were in place uh, but I think the basic concept that uh, using uh, medical marijuana in the same way with the same controls as other drugs prescribed by doctors I think that's entirely appropriate okay hmm. so federal law of course still I think that's I think that's time? plenty yeah yeah I think I think that's enough I'm pretty sure that's enough I think everybody gets the picture um, what what do you think Jamie what, what, what he's well, talking about a totally different system isn't he than what we have now it's totally different I think the difference between these two things is 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 really has to do with the FDA to approval process and they're different they're different things so not necessarily should I'm not saying that cannabis should fit in there I mean we We've talked about this before, if you recall, and on the show. Yes. That I think I really feel that that we need to be careful with how we're framing this thing. And and I think to some extent we've inadvertently kind of allowed it to get to that point where people are more apt to confuse the two terms. And it's it's really important that we do discuss this, I think, because there's a huge difference between prescription and recommendation. Huge. I mean, it's kind of like the deal now. Um, we're saying uh, to some degree I promote a medical, even a me, even from a medical standpoint, um, mm -hmm. a pot a pot industry where um, it's more of a self medicating sort of thing. It's an herb. It's a natural thing. You go in and you read what you want. And you figure out how to, to to medicate with cannabis. I personally don't want people to mm -hmm. um, have to uh, go to a pharmacy to get their pot. I don't. I'm not. In, I know that Iowa is one state that's going that direction potentially. And I am not into it, man. I just do not feel that. Like, well, how do you grow your own then? What do you mean? How do you grow you your own? Well, Obama, Obama is saying, I don't like this, you know, everyone getting in the garden themselves and open their own mom and pop shops because it's going to be hard to regulate. But as long as it's one huge <laughs> mega fucking company that does it and it's so easy to collect all the tax money and you go in and get it through a doctor. Like he's saying, the system he would like is to get medical marijuana through a doctor, through a farm, through a basically like a pharmaceutical company. Because they love the way money works with pharmaceuticals so, through insurance so and all that bullshit that logic, and keep the price just as high as ever probably, I'm sure, well, price fix his what, system. Based upon that logic, isn't it entirely possible that if and when we becomes legal in California, if there becomes a medical and a legal market, then the, the medical could go into a prescription basis to get the good strong shit and then the legal stuff could just be really regulated weak? Well, we're going to fight that. Of course. Well, I, don't, yeah. I don't think so. I mean, there's nothing with Prop 19 that changes me, uh, medical marijuana in California. There's Right. The medical system will be in place just as it is now. Yes. So, and, I mean, I It'll change, though, because there most might, people will use it. There might be prescription, med, you know, marijuana, more prescription, mm -hmm. med, uh, you know, legitimized through the FDA, like Marinol, you know, th you know introduced and sure. available through that system. But I don't think we're going to see the the you know the prescription the no the the recommendation system go away because that's away. the law in california uh -huh, sure. that's the way we do it and i think that we have yep. the right that's to the way we roll that's it's how a, we roll yeah it's we, america yeah. yeah california voters in section 2b yeah 
Yeah, we 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 amended the constitution with two fifteen, so it's the way we yeah. do it. Um, but uh, you know, like other states, like Iowa, they're going to pass their own law and they are going to have it like a pharmacy based thing, right? Am I tripping on that? That's what happened, right? That's what's going on in Iowa, right? We got to look that up and make sure. But that's what they well, were talking about. Yeah, they're pharmacological, or is that right? Pharma, pharmacological. I think I said that correctly. They're uh, anyway the association, their state association has uh, moved to uh, they want to get it uh, approved through them you know so i don't know exactly how that would uh, affect the way the method they disperse i don't know it'll be interesting to see i mean iowa has to get some sort of a, a legislation passed here first but yeah i don't know yeah i'm not sure how that will work out but we'll we'll uh i don't know work that up into a story here it's going to keep on coming around this this issue is going to keep coming up um, prescription recommendation as states make their own decisions on how they yeah. regulate their own medical programs uh, here in the future. And as uh, you know, but here in California, sure. luckily we're starting to talk about F all that. You can just use marijuana. It's just, you know, come on, let people do it. Right. It's all good. Freedom, freedom. We like freedom. It's just a plant, man. So, uh, Hey people out there listening to this discussion, how important do you think this is? Are we off our rockers? Does this even matter? Let us know. Email, call, hit us up. Um, we would love to know, do you think medical marijuana programs could work through a prescription-based program? Do you think that's a good idea, bad idea? Do you hate it? Do you love it? What's up? And uh, what do you think about uh, Obama using the word prescription and his description on how he would like it to be? What do you, what do you feel about that? Um, do you think he... You think, what do you think about his viewpoints on that? Let us know. Um, email us, uh, info at canvasagenda.com. Call us, 707-654-CAN-C-A-N-N. Check out our website, cannabisagenda.com. On the website, you can uh, you can look at our show notes, and you can click on any of the stories, um, and it'll take you to the stories so you can check our work and uh, let us know what you think, questions, et cetera, et cetera. If you dig any stories, please send us the scoop. We would love to to put your info up on the show, um, on the agenda l website, uh, you can click like to go directly to liking our Facebook account. Um, I believe you can connect to Twitter too from there and then you can follow us on Twitter. Yeah. Uh, and you, you, you can like the shows. Yeah. Too, if, right? if you like today's show, please click the like button on you, for, uh, for the show itself. Yeah. Click the like button. We really want to get an idea of how many people are like listening and like it and enjoy it. And if you hate it, please email us, let us know. Um, you know, can, uh, on iTunes too, you can subscribe. It'll be automatically downloaded mm -hmm. on your iTunes once it's available. Um, and, uh, and then you can uh, leave, please leave reviews on, uh, on iTunes, um, for us sure. as well. Um, yeah, we, we, we're, uh, we're so fortunate that, that you're out there. Um, we're gonna, I got another one. You got another way. Tell your friends. Oh yeah. Tell your friends about us Absolutely. on Facebook. It's an easy way to do it. Mm -hmm. You have any friends sure. that you think smoke pot <laughs> and you're suspicious about them and you're pretty sure you need to start recording their activities just facebook <laughs> yeah well bruce weed was in the house yeah i think you're i think uh i think we might have to do this again bruce this yeah thanks a, bruce for joining now us. that we're doing this on sundays <laughs> saturday night <laughs> <laughs> all right all right all right all right people that's oh, we right. got a we got a clip for the end of the show too. Really? <clears throat> yeah, totally. We got um Joe Rogan. Jamie, uh, you're a big fan. Oh yeah, big fan. 
big uh, fan. He's got a lot to say. He says, he says sensible stuff. But yeah. see, being a comedian, I think it gives him a lease just to say what he wants to say. So just a head, heads up, there might be some F-bombs and some raw language, but that's how that's how Rogan rolls. Yeah. And, you know, it's get pretty legit. The, the arbitrary stuff, you'll, yeah, I think you'll find it. This is just cut together, and it's got, like, some music behind it, and it's, it's, it's enjoyable. American. It's fun. American. Freedom. Yes. Do what we want. American. All right. Well, until next time, pretties. <laughs> Peace and bot. Hey, take care all. We'll see you. You've been listening to the Cannabis Agenda, your weekly source for cannabis-related news and informed discussion. We podcast for an hour every Monday covering topics related to cannabis legalization, medical marijuana, and market-related information. You can follow online with us at CannabisAgenda.com. slow you down at all people that say it does are silly it's it's a if, if anything it just puts you in a different state of mind it depends on first of all how high you get because if you get too high and you can get too high where you, everything spirals in front of you and it becomes like it's like you have millions of dollars flying around you but you're in the middle of a tornado and you can't grab any of it you know, and sometimes you get to that super paranoid, super high state, and like that's not manageable. And you have to wait until you come down from that super high to a more manageable place. Then you can become creative. Then you sit down and write, and you can keep a thought going. Also, it's your state of mind, too. It's like, what, how are you coming to the creative table? Are you coming to the table tired? Are you coming to the table in a good mood? You know, I could have some personal issues going on. I could have some things that are bothering me or some, some unfinished business that I need to get taken care of before my mind can be at peace. And then you get high, and then you don't have a good reaction. But you could be in the best state. And when I'm in the best state, when I'm feeling the best, and I'm the most loose, and my mind feels free, and I'm happy, and I'm positive, and then I get high, then it just feels like it all just tunes in then i feel like I'm, I'm wide open to the point where there's nothing that's bothering me nothing that's that's tightening me up so i'm wide open and loose and then the weed hits and it's just like it just washes you in this crazy energy it just hits you with this blast of like perception and this new way of seeing things that you know it, it sometimes can fuck you up but i think when even when it fucks you up like there's lessons in that shit there's lessons in why it fucked you up there's lessons in where your head was at when you weren't in the right place you know it's just it needs to be fucking someone needs to teach us how to do it that's what it is it's a very complicated thing using any entheogens using marijuana using mushrooms there should be people that are professionals that can talk people through the use of these things I hope that's something that comes out of this whole marijuana legalization thing.